Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Barron. And before we begin, smash that subscribe button. Helps out the podcast. Um, makes me feel good. Tells me I'm going in the right direction. And lately, I feel really good about this stuff. think I've been heading in the right direction. Really good show for you tonight. Um, not nearly as crazy as some of the others, but we cover a lot of really good stuff. And uh, my guest tonight is pretty awesome, if I do say so myself. So smash that subscribe button. As always, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Head there. You can get all your notifications. Uh, sign up for the newsletters. Sign up for just everything. And I'm in the process of working on a bunch of stuff right now um, for you guys. Content, um, things to help you, productivity stuff. Uh, I've been spending a lot of my time working on this. And I think you guys are going to love it. At least I love it. I love the process. Uh, I'm learning to, not that I didn't like the process, but I'm learning to really, really enjoy it and refine it um, to make it the best thing for you guys. And that's pretty much it. Uh, huge thank you to Nerds That Care for sponsoring another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. That is Nerds That Care. They talk. We talk about them all the time on the show. But what do they really do? If you're a business owner and you're looking for your employees to be productive during the day, you are looking for data security, you are looking for backups, things that might be a little outside your control, this is why you need a third-party IT company. I can't say it enough. When your employees are wasting 15, 20 minutes on a simple issue that's happening once a week, that's an hour a month each employee. You know, multiply that by however many employees you have. That's a lot of wasted time. That's a lot of money out of pocket that you could be spending on lost productivity. The nerds that care are there to assist you with getting through those technological difficulties, whether it's outsourced IT, making sure your backups are okay, or making sure you're legally compliant. That's a huge thing right now. Legally, legal compliance and making sure that you are uh, within the, the guidelines of being safe or doing the right thing. So huge thank you to Nerds That Care for another sponsorship of the podcast. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. Really do. And that's it. That's, re that's really it, guys. My guest tonight is a dear friend of mine. His name is Kyle Ray. He, uh, I met him through nerds. Uh, I don't know if, I don't remember if we, we discuss the technological needs, but he is a genius when it comes to lighting. Um, he is a lighting aficionado, I think is the appropriate term for him. And you might think, wow, lighting, that's pretty boring. But I tell you what, you go to his places, you see what he does. You really see how much there is involved and how important lights are. And it's weird, too, because like I'm looking up now and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, once you start looking around for lights, they're everywhere. It really is pretty, pretty crazy. And he is super knowledgeable. And we cover a bunch of other stuff, too. But uh, I think that's pretty much it. Without any further ado, please welcome my friend, Kyle Ray. Actually, I shouldn't say layoff because I really haven't been playing many video games. Luckily, uh, I, sh I shouldn't say luckily either, but uh, I really haven't had a overwhelming desire 
to get back into ripping. I um so I have a roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a doctor. He's in his fellowship right now. And oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he he works ridiculous amounts of hours. I don't understand how he does it. Um, <laughs> but I get home and I'm like, all right, I have work to do. I'm going to do work. I have a lot of work to do. So I'll pull my computer out. I'll start working. He'll get home a little bit later and he gets on his computer and starts working or he's on call. So people are like calling up or oh, that's paging miserable. him. He literally has a pager, like a beeper. Oh. That's what, and it rings. It sounds like uh, jingle bells. Uh, so during Christmas time, during December, I'm sitting there. I'm like, who's playing? J- oh, wait, you're getting paged. You got to go answer oh, that. And, um, that dude, sucks. And parents call all the time at like nine, ten o'clock at night. And they don't call him direct. They like call the hospital or whatever. And, <laughs> and the hospital, yeah, and the hospital like pages him and he calls back and gets the message has to call them up. Some like a kid was thrown up the other day at like ten o'clock at night and it wasn't anything crazy. And he's just like. I have to call these people back because they couldn't wait till tomorrow to call their normal doctor because their kid was throwing up. So we'll be sitting there and I'm working, I'm working. And he's like, I need a break. I need a break. I'm, and he, he's like, car soccer. And I'm, car, like, car soccer. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I got so much work to do. He's like, one game is five minutes. I'm like, all right. Bull all right. Shit. So I'll, hold on. So I'll put, I'll put my computer <laughs> down. I'll, I'll have, he'll set it up. I'll put, yeah. put my computer down. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right. Game's about to start here, like the beep, beep, beep. So I grab my yeah. controller at play, and then I'm like, "Yeah, oh, we just, we just lost. We just got shut out. We played terribly. Oh, we, we can't, we can't stop there. <laughs> Intentionally like, lose? No, not on purpose. Uh, we just sometimes I just suck. Um, <laughs> sometimes, so sometimes like, you, suck. you know, half an hour later, it's like, oh, dude, I have so much work to do. Let me. All right, stop. I'm gonna go back to playing. I'm gonna go back to doing work. Start doing work again. Uh-huh. Half hour goes by. I'm like, all right, we'll we'll do one more. Oh, dude, <laughs> it is the most the addicting viral game. path of video games. It's awful, and because the game is only five, maybe six, seven minutes. Yeah. So you're like, ah, I can squeeze one in. And then yeah. you lose. You get, or or you win by a lot. And you're like, oh, that was easy. I gotta keep. I gotta. Yeah. We're, we're playing really play well. Games. I gotta play again. Yeah. Yep. yep. And they get your PB smacked in the next game. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I just got my ass kicked. I got to keep, I got to play again. <laughs> I know. I know, man. It's it's like. If this is what a drug addict, if, if this is what it's like to be a drug addict, I, I feel bad. Now I see why. Yeah. Because that shit is. And it's the dumbest. Dude, it's it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. It is the dumbest game ever invented. It's the greatest game it ever is, invented. It is. But if you, so, all right. I mean, if I walked into you and you we were like. We should explain this for people well, who don't know. By the way, Kyle has nothing. To just this is just a free time hobby. He doesn't. He's not sponsored by the game. No, I, I, I'm terrible at video games. <laughs> I'm the I'm the kid that literally back in the day you'd play Call of Duty and you you try and play you try and play the, the story uh-huh. mode. Yeah. I get through like 15 minutes of the story mode and then I can't do something once. I can't do it a second mm-hmm. time. I'm like I'm going online. I'm done with the story mode. Oh, I, just, I hate I hate video games. I don't hate them. But like I suck at them, mm. so I hate sucking at video games. Yes. I hate sucking at things. So yes, if I've realized if you're not the first one to start, if you don't start when everybody else starts, you're so far behind on the bell curve. You have to like overdose on playing to even try to catch up. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And but I must say, every once in a while, I hop back on the good old RL Rocket League. Damn shit. Dude, it's so like I didn't even take a day off. It took me a very long time to realize that you could fly in the like your car could fly. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm jumping. I'm like, I'm going this. I'm going like two feet in the air. And these guys are literally flying, hitting the ball 100 feet above my head. How is this? How is this even happening? Yeah. And oh, so man. I I'm such I, a noob. I, I pull my iPad out and I start Googling. I'm like, how do you fly? And it's like you do this. And I'm like, oh, this is a game changer. Started doing it. I'm like, all right, I can play. I can play the oh, game. Oh, brings a whole new dimension. It's insane. To the game. 
Yeah, it's a it's a great game. But if I walked in, if you were like a big time video game guy, uh-huh. like a, a head of a video game company, and yeah. I walked in and I was like, I have this great idea. <laughs> I'm gonna put some really cool cars together. Like you can do the Fast and the Furious cars, you can do the Batmobile, you can do regular cars, whatever you want. You can even customize your cars, make them whatever you want them to be. Yeah. And I'm gonna put them in an arena that's like a globe, like a a, a dome hockey game, so the ball doesn't go up or anything, like just yeah. go out. But they're There's gonna no play. But they're gonna play soccer. You'd be like, are you? That's the dumbest thing in the world. Right? Most fun thing ever. Yeah. I, I went over to my buddy's, uh, my buddy's house one day, and he's like, um, he's like, yeah, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Just anything on Netflix, anything. Yeah, just hanging out. Chill. And he's like, uh, you want to play FIFA? I'm like, all right, yeah, let's play some FIFA. FIFA's I, boring. Big soccer guy. Huge, oh, okay. Huge soccer you? fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, big NHL guy too. I like hockey. Okay. Um, didn't know that. So he pulls that up. Uh-huh. Like he, he puts the Xbox on and I'm like, wait a second. You've, what's that game? Like I've seen people talk about that game before. He's uh, like, oh, Rocket League? He's like, it's all right. I'm like, I want to I want to see what it is. I want to check it out. This is how you get hooked on drugs, kids. <laughs> it's just you start you don't ask those damn questions. Well, so but he's, he 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 played it off like it was nothing special. Mhm. And then I find out later he'd never played it online before. Oh. He was playing like seasons and stuff. And oh, that's so stupid. Well, I don't know. Amateur hour. I didn't know. I don't even play on the story mode. I didn't I didn't even there's like a season mode or something. Yeah, is seasons, that, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I did it once because Xbox's internet wasn't working, so I was like, uh, oh, okay. This, try it out. It's boring. Yeah. But that was how I started playing the game and I was like, oh, 20 oh, it's only 20 bucks. Yeah, I'll play it yeah, occasionally. Worth every penny. Uh, absolutely. <sighs> absolutely. And God, I, I don't. I'm not a video game guy. I'm but not, but I have. I also have all the video games. I have, <laughs> dude. I have. So in my apartment, I have a an Xbox One. I have an, an Xbox 360 that's not hooked up. An Xbox regular that's not hooked up. Um, I have a Sega Dreamcast that is hooked up. Mm. I have a Nintendo Wii, which might have been played like three times in the entire time I owned it. Uh, a Nintendo 64, which gets probably most of the play. Really, so much Mario Kart. Yeah, so much legendary. So system. much uh, legendary Mario system. Mario Party. Mm. It's such a good system. Greatest system. I like Dreamcast a little time. bit better, but they didn't make enough games. Yes. Uh, you ever play Switch? The Nintendo I, Switch. I played Mario Kart for that. My buddy brought it over, and Mario Kart for that was unreal. Yep. Um, the Nintendo design games I think work best on the Switch. They, they play the best, but I played, you could play Rocket League on the Nintendo Switch, and it is pretty good. Like, the graphics aren't, like, computer graphics, because computer graphics are just insane, but they're good enough to play, and it's funny, too, because I, and I was playing with the, the little Wii sticks, and still came in first. <laughs> See, I, I was playing, uh... I had a bunch of friends over, um, and my buddy brought the Switch over, and we played Mario Kart. Uh-huh. And I had the, I guess there's a controller, and there's like the little half controllers, whatever Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, the little sticks. Yeah, whatever and it is. you could just turn them sideways. Yeah, yeah, so I was using the regular Sick. controller. Destroyed so. everybody the first time. Uh-huh. Everybody's like, oh, that's, that's you're cheating. You got the full controller. We're using yeah. the little sticks. I was like, give me, give me one of the little sticks. Destroyed everybody the second time. <laughs> and I'm not good at video games. You know, I have, yeah. my buddy who brought it over, he is, he's a very practical person, but he's, Always love video games. So he has this whole thing where he's like, if I buy a video game and it costs me 60 bucks, I have to make a certain, I have to play it for a certain amount of hours to make my money back. Yes. So he's always very like, very good at playing video games. And 
he he's. I'm I, curious to know what his hour hourly ratio is for I, to make his money back. I don't actually know off the top of my head, but I have to. It's I would say I'd have to play. I'd I'd say I'd have to play at least twenty hours. It might be a little bit more than that for him. I don't know, but he you know, uh, not financially, just yeah, to know that it you know it's definitely not something I want to do. With Twenty hours because time flies when you play video games. It, it does, and flies. And I'm I'm so bad at video games. That it's depressing. It, it's it's. By the way, this conversation <laughs> was not supposed to go in the realm of video games. It not at all. Happen to happen, but that's okay. We'll keep going. Um, yeah, I'm just terrible at video games. Like I did Call of Duty back in the day. I would. Yeah. I'd go I'm like, definitely not good, except at Rocket League. I'm pretty decent. I just I don't get it, and I also don't get the rankings in Rocket League either. Like it's like you're you rookie, pro, oh yeah, like, all that stuff. But if you don't play, you get kicked. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, if you don't play enough, you get kicked. Oh, because I've seen people that don't have a ranking or a rookie ranking, or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, that dude he literally just flew across God. the entire place yeah, and scored. And I just I don't know how that yep. happened. Yeah, if, uh, he'll move up pretty quick. But if you don't play, so like you have to play like at least one ranked game, you know, every like two three days. That's insane. Which, which isn't hard because no, you're gonna not. play, but to hop on to play that one ranked game. The only thing I don't like about it is people. You ever hear the term "sweat"? You know what are you sweating? You sweating? Like, like when you're playing video games? No. So I don't think so. There's a term uh, called. I told you I'm bad at video games. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So I didn't even know this, but apparently it's a thing. But but if you are like really serious about a game. It's called sweating when you like focus and you're stressing out about a video game. Like when I play, I'm just like relaxed as could be. Let me just let me just rip on some video games. But like some people are are tryhards, and then you know you hear people like, "Yo, you sweating? You sweating? Like you're losing? You sweating?" To get them like all amped up, and these these people, man, are nuts. See, I get frustrated. I'm very competitive, Mm -hmm. so I get frustrated when I'm losing. I don't like losing. But yeah, I I don't. I get frustrated not getting goals. If I lose, I'm just like "Eh, whatever. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I just missed the ball completely. Um, it's just sitting right in front of the net. And you got to figure out how to how, many, how to track your hours. I know I don't want to. That's going to be depressing. Mm. I'm, I think I'm going to. I think I might bring my controllers, my Xbox controllers, into work tomorrow and just lock them in the drawer so I don't stop. Like, so I, yeah, uh, it's bad. No, nah, you should don't do that. Okay. okay. Uh, I mean, I don't even have like a like. A, I had a buddy. He invited me to join a party the other day. I'm like, I had to text him because I was like, I don't even have a headset. Oh, that's depressing. Yeah, see, I I, I can't have friends on Xbox because I'm could, bad at you it. You can plug the you can plug regular headphones in the bottom of it. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, there's a little uh, really USB uh, not USB. There's Mike, a little uh, like eighth inch jack. Watch, I knew uh, that, but eight point five millimeter jack, I think. All yeah, right. same thing as an eight inch, uh, eighth of an inch. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. A headphone jack. Yeah, headphone jack. Um, oh, three point five millimeter. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight point five. Uh, but yeah, you can plug a lot of the original controllers. Don't have it, but the newer models do. So, if, like, if you bought it a year after Xbox One got released, it I probably definitely has did because I bought it on like a Black Friday deal. Yeah, it has a three point five million. Couple years jack. after it came you out, you can just drop headphones in, oh. and then you're golden, and then you can talk and stuff like that. That's a game changer. Yeah, I play with I play with Skull Candies, twenty dollars Skull Candies. That's a game changer. Yeah, you got to get it, bro. You're behind the times. I'm I'm very be- when, when it comes <laughs> to video games, I'm very behind. The- I'm I'm playing Nintendo sixty four still. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, yeah, this was not supposed to go in the video game realm at all, but that's cool um, because I'm a diehard lover of video games. It makes me sad actually that I don't play right now. I'm um, see, I'm, I just need to be more productive in general. Like I want to be one of those people that, not video game related, but can go to bed at like midnight, wake up at five o'clock, 
and be perfectly fine all day. That is so difficult because I did it for like three months. That's and- my dream. I need to I need to find a way. There's got to be a way to do that, like to make it so that you can do it. I know habit is like the yeah. most important thing. You just do it and you do it and you do it. But just doing it is I'm not Nike. I can't just do it. I have to be like <laughs> I can't just I can't just do it. I, I need just to put that goddamn controller down at midnight, bro. <laughs> I gotta play that shit till two a.m. No, I mean I can go to bed at like ten o'clock at uh-huh. night. Just instance for instance, I'll, if I go to bed at ten o'clock at night, you still wake I'll up wake up at eight. like six o'clock in the morning, which okay. is eight hours, and I'm yeah. just like, nope, snooze. Let me go back to sleep. I don't I don't want to wake up ever. I could probably get twelve hours of sleep. And oh, I used to be able to sleep for an obnoxious amount of time. Me too. Uh, when I man, when I was big in a bartending. When I say when I was big, uh, when I did it like full time, it was actually disgusting. But that's different habit. though, because you probably went to bed at like four o'clock in the morning every day. I, I, I thank God I never worked in a, in a bar that stayed open that late, but I've gone to bed regularly at like two in the morning. Yeah. But then like I go to like I get home from I get I get leave there too. By the time I'm home, it's like three. It's like two thirty. Then you got to play Rocket League for a couple hours. Yeah. Then you got to unwind because <laughs> you're fucking amped up because you slugged down a Red Bull right before you walked into the walked into the bar because you like need to get going. So you got to unwind. So it's like three thirty in the morning, and then you fall asleep, and then you sleep for twelve hours, and then you're like, all right, I got to wake up and shower and go back to work. Like it's the worst life. It's the worst cycle, ever. Because you're just working and sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you you But you're partying, too. That's true, too. You party while you're at work. Of course. It's sick, but it's not for the faint of heart. I wish I could party when I was at work, but it just wouldn't wouldn't work out. I wouldn't get anything done. No, you would not. I also have a really long drive home from work, so it wouldn't work either. Mm -mm -mm. Mm-mm-mm. Nuh-uh. That's why. That's an expensive Uber ride. That is. That would be a very expensive (laughs) Uber ride. (laughs) Because it has to be both ways. Mm Mm-mm. I need to get my car back somehow, and I'm not walking all the way back yeah. from Long Beach and to Bayshore. You you'd have to take the train to Penn, yeah, to Jamaica. Yeah, I'd have to go west to go east. east. Yeah, yeah, that'd be miserable. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about, well, I'm not thinking about it. I need to get an office built, and that's in the plans in the future to get an office built for myself there. Mm-hmm. I'll, get a, I'll get a couch, so maybe I'll just start drinking at work when the day gets hard. Sounds Dude, like a good plan, right? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I would, just li- I would just live there. I would never get anything done then. You'd live at work, but you'd never, never get anything done. Yeah, because if I had a couch to sleep on, I could just start drinking it. Like, you know, <laughs> just when, as soon as I wake up, just open up a bottle. Well, no, I mean, it wouldn't go that far. But the first first stressful thing of the day, which usually happens at about eight o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and I oh, get in at seven fifty nine. Oh my god, there's a meme, <laughs> and it's like when it's it's like when you don't want to, when it's eight o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and you're already unhappy to be there. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be so done with this week the first time something happens. It's like 8.05 and it's like somebody throwing papers in the air. <laughs> it's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. It's like, yep, been there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it happens pretty often, but... The business world, bro. I, Nobody even knows what you do yet. That's, that's the best true. I, I actually don't. Do I want... just throw papers in the air at 8.05 on Monday morning. <laughs> that is my that's entire it. job. That's it. Five minutes of work a week. Yeah, see, I don't, it. I don't get the choice to just be like, I'm done, and then walk away. It's it's not allowed. Yeah, family business, bro. Yeah, you want to talk about what you do? I can, We could talk about what I do. Because I still haven't fine. even seen you work, but that's okay. Well, it's because... I haven't seen Justin work either, though. I, I've i seen him pretend to work. No, ju- actually, on a serious note, which Justin will actually appreciate this, because this never happens. Uh, he actually, Justin, has been very good for me and for my business and for my family business. Mm. He's been pretty good at what he does. A little endorsement. And for anyone who's wondering who we're talking about, we're talking about Justin McAuliffe. He's appeared twice. 
twice on the podcast. Yeah, he's he's done some good work for us, and uh, I I don't think that I mean I wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for Justin. Obviously, yeah. he introduced us. Absolutely. Um, but uh, he's he's done some good stuff for us, gotten us on the right track, and he's continuing to push us to get us on the right track. As uh, look at that, yeah. a little endorsement for Justin. He's, he's he's good at what he does. Let's not get carried away there. Uh, he's better than. Yeah, most. yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, but all right, so tell people what you do now that we we're. Uh, Almost 20 minutes in without talking. Are we really almost 20 yeah. minutes already? It's funny, too, because Kyle got here. And first of all, Kyle brought his own beer. And not only, and I don't mean to say he brought his own beer, like he's drinking his own beer. I don't know if but, we can say the brewery name because I got yelled at yeah, when I posted a picture of it you, originally. Wh- who, I don't why, know. Who yelled at you? Uh, the, the brewery, because I don't know if they, they basically said what they did wasn't really uh, 100% kosher because I don't know if they have the right licenses to do that stuff. But we can uh, talk about what was done with it just yeah, not the brewery name yeah, yeah. oh they have already sent me beer so I think it's okay and if they have to yell at me they'll yell at me <laughs> uh, so the beer is Hanging Hills Brewery uh, Justin introduced all of us and uh, Kyle got custom labels for the front of the beer uh, which is pretty cool so it says AG Electric Beer <laughs> tells a little story on the back that oh uh, does it really it does oh, about AG Electric it does oh shit don't don't read all of it because some of it's not true anymore okay uh, most of it is true I'm not gonna read it uh, yeah. should I read it out loud should it's, I it's up to you I mean there's Highway AG Electric uh, Electrical Supply Company conveniently located in both Nassau and Suffolk County we were we offered I can't read this is pr- this is a problem oh yeah if, it's not an audio label I'm sorry yeah. Uh, although speaking of audio, I've been listening to a lot of audio. I just, I, you inspired me to get an audio book, and it's the first one, and it's kind of weird. What book? Um, Entrepreneur's Roller Coaster. Never heard of that one. Uh, so I read the book. It's actually a very good book. I think you'd like it a lot. Interesting. Um, but it's the the guy who wrote the book actually reads the book uh-huh. in the audio book, which I don't know if that's a thing that normally happens or not. And he's um, yes, a lot of them will read their own book if okay. they feel comfortable with it. Okay, and he's which he's, I like more because there's a lot more passion. Yeah, yeah. it's except I, it's just the way this guy talks. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's just Do you a, love it. It's no, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit weird. Um, but the the book itself is incredible. Oh, there's good. a lot of really cool information, especially. So you've I think read it now. You're like listening it. to it. Yes. Entrepreneurial Coaster. I'll have to write that one down. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the guy's name who wrote it. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, I am currently listening to a book called Everybody Lies. Okay. <sighs> Hold on, I'm writing this down. Entrepreneur of the Roller Coaster. Yeah. Um, I oh, I just I have the guy's name in my head and I can't remember it. Um, but it's very good. It it just gives you a bunch of stuff that you probably already know, but it like reaffirms a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of doing your own thing and um talking about yeah you're gonna have a lot of people that kind of pull you back and say why are you doing that why are you Mm. doing that why are you doing that you shouldn't do that um fear yeah a lot of fear a lot of fear um there's a lot of good quotes in the book and he actually when i bought so i got i bought the book out of a recommendation from somebody Mm -hmm. um and in the book itself it says hey go to this web go to my website which is whatever his website is Mm -hmm. and it's got like little workbook pages too that you can do which Mm -hmm. i didn't do those uh because i did a lot of the reading on the train Mm. So which yeah, which, so you can't do workbooks on the train. No, no. And one of the things that I'm really excited about going to the city once a week mm-hmm. is that I have a time. I have time to read. Yes. Originally, I start. So I'm on a 5:30 train every Wednesday. I wake up at 4:30 in the morning, walk to the train station, hop on a train at 5:30 to be in a meeting at 6:45, 6, uh, 7 o'clock on every Wednesday. Um, I would kill myself. <laughs> I don't mind waking up that early. I don't like leaving my house that early. See. So it's weird because I'm actually super into going to these meetings. 
Um, it's something that I actually truly you enjoy. You could talk about You could say what the I, name I, I can yeah, say, I, can yeah, say yeah. I, I belong to a BNI network. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't give a shit. I run um, a B, IBO network. You know? Yeah. You Fucking. Know, you invited me, but it's on Wednesdays. It's the same exact time, so. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes um, sense. But no, so I'm, I got lucky. I've heard a lot of hit or miss stories with BNI. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my father was invited to one. He said he went to one. He said he loved the idea, but the people in the room, he was like, eh. Yeah. I got invited to one. Um, it's in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people in there are just incredible. They're very yeah. professional. They're very good at what they do. Yeah. And for me, it's been one of those things where I've gotten a little bit of business. It's basically paid for itself. Um, as it should. Yeah. But you know, nothing tremendous yet. And I'm coming up on a year. It's been 11 months. I think mm. I just renewed. So my, a lot of people get business in their second and third years, which is what I've heard. Uh-huh. But just as a person and growing as a as even a business person, you learn a lot. Getting and getting standing up. The first day I walked in, so I walked in as a sub for the president. I was a substitute for the president. Why? Uh, so she, well, I didn't do the president's like oh. job. Yeah. Um. So I was. She invited me. And, she didn't make it last minute. Well, she she invited me the week like a a couple days earlier, and then I said, "Yeah, let me know." I followed up on like a Tuesday. Uh, or Monday saying, hey, is that, that invitation still available? She responded on Tuesday night at like 10.30. Yeah, come tomorrow. And I was like, I can't do that. That's that's ridiculous. I'm not going to wake up and I'm not going to be able to plan to come in uh, in, in eight yeah. hours from now, six hours from now, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so I was like, but I'll definitely come next week. Uh-huh. Great. Awesome. So the following like Sunday or Monday, I get an email from her and she goes, um, are you still good to come this week to, to the, to the B&I meeting? Uh-huh. Um, I just wanted, I was like, yeah, a hundred percent there. Well, I just realized I'm not going to be there. Do you want to be a sub for me? And I was like, uh, at this point I was like, well, I already told you I'm going. So I can't, can't say back no. Now. I was like, so absolutely. Yeah, so you're already in the rabbit yeah. hole. So I, I no idea what I'm walking into at this uh-huh. point. So I get there, I walk in and I walk up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm substituting, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just look at the room and I'm just like, all right, there's, there's like 34, like 30, 40 people in this room that I don't know a single person in here right now. And you're subbing for the president. And I'm subbing for the president. And I didn't have to do like the duties of the president, but I still, you know, Mm -hmm. she's obviously the president for a reason. So she knows what she's doing. So I walk in and right away people walked up to me like, Hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. And it was incredible for me to, to get welcomed that quickly and that easily. Um, But I tell them, oh, hey, I, I sell lighting. Yeah. I sell electrical supplies. I do, but but I'm here mainly to talk about lighting and, you know, designer lighting, decorative lighting, things like that. Uh-huh. Um, one of the guys, he's a real, uh, real estate agent um, from Brooklyn. He goes, you need to talk to this guy. He's an interior designer. You need to talk to this guy. He's an architect. I'll introduce you right away to them, blah, 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 blah. Called these guys over, yeah. introduced me, and I was like, this is- Oh, inc- they were all there? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty and He's cool. like, this is incredible. I w- I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is incredible. I was just introduced to an- an interior designer, exact which is people perfect for me. An architect, perfect for me. And yeah. I'm just, I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But they go through, they do all the member commercials, and it's kind of cultish. Yes. I mean, I know you've you've been to B&I yep, meetings. Many. And it's very, I, my friends call it the cult. Le Tip is a cult. What is it? Le Tip. I'm not L-E-T-I-P. familiar. L-E-T-I-P. Um, continue, and I'll tell you about Le okay. Tip. Um, well, so... You're as, as a member, you go and you say your 45-second commercial, and then you have a tagline. And everybody says the tagline with you. So I'm sitting there, and Justin had warned me about this because he had actually been to mm. one previously. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, this is this is super – I like I, it's kind of weird, but I kind of like it because everybody 
has that one tagline that sticks in their head and they remember it. Yeah. So like if somebody says, Hey, you know, I need, I'm looking for somebody that does this. Oh, well this person, their tagline is this. So they definitely do it here. Let me introduce you to somebody. Mm. But at the same time, when you're sitting in a room, everybody has their own tagline. Yeah. So everybody has a tag. Like there's, there's a a life. What's your tagline? My, I'm working on it. It's actually pretty terrible. It's, Oh, I remember you you were talking about it. It's uh, what is it? Um, let up, we let up your life, which is super terrible. It's weak. Somebody, it I was is. talking it's with somebody the other day, and they were like, uh, "How about let there be light?" And I was like, "I'm not God." So, but it's, I might, I might. God's not even real. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Well, I've but, come to the conclusion: you want to hate, hate. God's not <laughs> fucking real. You prove that shit, universe. I believe in the energy in the universe. God, not so much. It's, it's everybody's got their own opinions. That they do. Um, but I read a book because I went to Catholic high school, so mm-hmm. I read a book where God said that. Um, oh, then you're screwed. I don't you know. Went to Catholic high school. I did go to Catholic You'll high You'll burst into flames if you say, let there be light. I, maybe, but I did. So Wednesday was Ash Wednesday, and I ate bacon first thing in the morning. And then today was the first day of Lent, and I had Chinese food, chicken. So um, I'm over two on this whole Why, thing. Why, you're not supposed to have chicken? So, like, so it's no meat on Fridays. Yeah, but chicken counts as meat. Really? Shit, I had beef. I think so. I had beef today. I had... Yeah, and like Wednesday, I, I, you're not supposed to eat meat either. I had bacon at like 6.30 in the morning. I had like corned beef hash today. That sounds delicious. I had, Dude, I had lox eggs benedict. I've never had lox in my entire life. You poor thing. I'm not Jewish. Dude, it's, you don't I have don't to know. be Jewish to eat it. It's I know, but so I, good. I've always seen it, and I've always been very confused because I'm like, it's weird. Because you go to different bagel places, and they always have different lox types, features, right? Yeah. It's always It always looks different. Yeah, yeah. Nobody makes makes it one way. So that's why I've always been weirded out by the fact, like, is this actually the same thing everywhere, or is it... No, it's it's the same principle. Okay. Um, But, yeah, my mom, my mom's like, you need to go to church. And this is not to get... Well, we're getting religious, but <laughs> fuck it. Um, mom's like, you need to go to church on Wednesday. I'm like, for what? She's like, it's Ash Wednesday. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like... If she only knew what happened last Ash Wednesday, and last last year on Ash Wednesday, me and my brother were supposed to go to church to get the ashes, and of course we're fucking spawns of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I go, Carter, grab a oh, I grab a glass off the out of the off the uh, out of one of the cabinets in my house, like a little like a rocks glass. Yeah. And uh, so I hop in my car, and <laughs> uh, me and my brother we go down we go down to the the water. He's like, we're not going, right? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm gonna burst into flames going to the church. Just, just walking in the door. Yeah, just pff, immediately <laughs> in flames, engulfed in flames. Um, kind of like the Luke Skywalker, you know, uh, not Luke Sky. Is it Luke Skywalker? Luke Skywalker's dead from the. I've only seen the first original three Star Wars. Oh, so when I he's on fire no in the idea. river. Um, never mind then. Yeah, I'm. A, you won't I'm, get it. I'm really bad at being a nerd. That's cool. No worries. You know. Um, so I find a receipt paper. I find receipt paper in my car, my old car. So we light that shit on fire, put it in the cup, let it burn to ashes. And then, and then I just put a little bit on my fingers. I do a little cross on his. He does a little cross on mine. I'm like, all right, we're good to go. Where are we going next? (laughs) (laughs) And then this year my mom's like, you better go. And I was like, or else what? I don't even believe in God anymore. And she's like, "You? what do you mean you don't believe in God? You have to believe in God. And I was just like, oh, I can't do this. Bye. <laughs> so did you find another receipt and do the same thing? No, I just no, didn't go. Just, no, just didn't I go came home. home and everyone was sleeping anyway. Uh, no, that's fair. Yeah. yeah um, it's, uh, it's been a while uh, since I've uh, actually gone to church. 
um, except for like weddings and stuff, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah. Although but, I was my nephew's um, confirmation sponsor a couple years ago. Last year? Two years ago? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I've, I've been in church like they, I think a year or two me. ago. And uh, I just feel weird being in there. Like yeah, it's, it's cool like when you're like not with people. Like, like like by yourself, like you just walk yeah, like you're by just yourself. like oh look at all the stuff that people spend a lot of money on and that like doesn't get taxed. They do that, yeah. That's that's a lot. Scam. That's a lot of they do a lot of that. Oh, uh, did you know churches are owned by the deacons? No. Dude, it's wait what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, churches. No, because as like a religious per not a religious person, but like as a a clergy member, which I don't know if deacons are clergy members technically or not, but they can't own anything. They, uh, dude, there's something with it, and I forget what it is, so I don't want anyone to quote me, but there's some kind of hierarchy in owning churches. It's a real thing. Well, so so I went I went to Chaminade High School, so okay. I went to an all-boys high school. You poor thing. Yeah. Um, and the amount of money that that place has That's an is expensive insane. W- yeah. Dude. Actually, when I, when I went, I don't know what it is now. I have two of my nephews go there. I have no idea how much they pay. Um, but God, when I was there, damn. it was the least expensive Catholic high school. Um, that's a very expensive way for your parents to tell you that you that they hate you. It was my choice. That's the worst part. Chose, I chose to go there. Why? So I went to I I went to pu- public school my entire life. Okay. And then in eighth grade, I was like, I want to go to Chaminade. Oh, because everybody wanted to go to Chaminade. No, oh. nobody in my school. I mean, the really? Only- oh my god, that was a huge, hugely in, talked about really thing. Yeah. So uh, my buddy's brother went to Chaminade, and um. That was like the talk. It was like, yo, I'm going to Chaminade. I'm going to Chaminade. And it was like, I mean, all right, cool. I One of my buddies from middle school went, but we were the only two that went from, in my grade at least, uh. from my school. Um, but I wanted, I don't even know how I knew about it, mm-hmm. but I told my parents one day, my, my father was the president of the school board, the public school board. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to go to Chaminade. And he's like, but I stand for all this public school stuff. They do a good job. Um, and <laughs> this doesn't work out, right? So I was like, but my, they were like, why do you, why? And I was like, well, because it's a good school. Uh-huh. I don't know how I knew that. I have no idea how I knew that. Yeah. Um, you heard it from somebody. I guess maybe. I know my, my, my brother-in-law went there and he, I'm, so I'm the youngest of seven kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and my one sister is a couple, she's a couple years older than I am. And then everybody else is much older. Mm-hmm. So my brother-in-law, I was, I guess 13 when I was going into high school, but my, he, he had graduated from Chaminade. Okay. Uh, obviously like 20 years earlier, if not longer than that. But, um, and I, so I was like, I think that's how I knew about it. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. So yeah. I, but I applied and I was like, I took the test and that's the only school. If I was, it was either Chaminade or I was going to public school. Um, but it's insane. Like I didn't realize that it was that I knew it was a big deal to get in there or something yeah. because they're like, Oh, we only take this percentage. Yeah. Of you gotta be people, this yeah, good or whatever, whatever it is. It is. Um, but I had no idea anything about it before I went there. Yeah. Um, but that place has so much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I get emails all the time. Hey, we're doing this fundraiser thing. Somebody donated, somebody donated $5 million to build a new football stadium there. It's insane. And I'm like, I wish I had $5 million to spare. I go so I, I wish I had a hundred dollars. That's fair. That's just fair. <laughs> Let alone a true, million. True. My dad didn't give me a small loan of a million dollars. <laughs> Whether or not you like them, um, so well, so I go to. They have a golf outing every year. Chaminade. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's on. It's a lot of fun. I go actually. My father and I go, which is a pretty cool day to you know play golf with my dad. 
That's cool. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, and so he and he became like my parents loved Shamanat. Mm-hmm. They loved like they started. They joined the the parents association. They joined the alumni parents association. So they got really involved. They go hard. Yeah, oh, real hard. <laughs> um, so they made friends. Okay. Uh, you know, through that's like through all that stuff. So um, we play with a kid. There was a kid that graduated my year and his brother graduated the year after. Okay. Um, and his father is an electrician. Okay. And so my father and his father became pretty good friends because they did the parent club thing together and electrical supply owner, mm-hmm. electrician. So that just worked, worked out. out. So we well, play yeah. golf with them every year. So it's like the four of us. A lot of fun. Uh, the kid, He's actually a teacher at the school. Um, the kid. Oh. Mm, so. Weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, but they do a, an auction after after the the outing. Oh, and they raffle off some serious shit, don't they? So there's a there's a street behind the school, like it's literally behind the between the school and the like the football soccer stadium area, mm. and they name it every year. So like you can bid to name the street. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's one guy that's been winning it for years, and he actually it's a really sweet gesture. He names it after his deceased mother. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so coming out bid him brutally honest podcast way. Um. You got thirty three thousand dollars, because that's what it went for last year. It's gonna stay. It's gonna stay. Mar- <laughs> it's gonna stay Mary Sue way. It's it's unreal. Like people bid against him. I don't know if they do it because they know that he's always gonna win it. It's yeah. like, hey, let's raise the price for the school. Mm-hmm. But like thirty three thousand dollars to name the street behind the school. Yep. Like. I just Smart. I I sit there and I put my hands underneath my legs because I don't want to like scratch an itch on my shoulder and somebody be like oh it's you uh, yeah. yeah he's 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 bidding on it it's insane that's crazy insane um yeah the money's insane we I didn't even talk about my book by the way I want to go oh, back yeah, to my yeah, book because yeah, yeah. it's an interesting book and I'm this is no not not uh they're not getting any money for this but so the book I'm reading right now listening to is uh. What's the name of it? No, Everybody Lies? Everybody Lies, yeah. Interesting book. So it's all based, the whole book, and I've and I've been crushing audiobooks lately. Um, I've almost stopped listening to podcasts, just listen to audiobooks. Um, because I want to absorb more information than a podcast can give me sometimes. Without listening to 12 podcasts to absorb something. And uh, so I've been listening to this book, and just recently, I'm probably like three or four hours in, and it's all based on Google statistics and analytics and it's so more people i shouldn't even say more most people will not say something that they will do whether it's sexual or whatever it may be or fantasies or anything like that to other people but they'll tell google (laughs) so and there's all these ridiculous correlations between like phallic foods and things like that and like right now they're talking about 40 and slips so they just did a google thing where uh, they actually they programmed a robot, so they calculated how many times people have Freudian slips. So if you're typing and you press the wrong key, whatever, and like you know, pe- uh, instead of pedestrian, they'd write penestrian or <laughs> pedestrian or something like that. <laughs> okay. So like, there's just all these like mistypes um, into these things, um, and they programmed a robot, and actually the robot messed up just as many times as the humans did when they programmed the humans. So they proved that it wasn't like phallic thoughts when you write. Okay, so like the the Freudian slip wasn't actually yeah what, yeah it's yeah. not conveying what you what sexual desire you have, but it was pretty crazy because like you know they uh, bananas, you know, 
obviously look like male genitalia in some way. Yeah. And people also dream a lot about bananas. Ironically, well, I shouldn't say ironically, but it's also so bananas is the second most commonly dreamed about food in, amongst people. Is that from like the Google search of like what the, does dreaming it, about a banana mean or something like that? No, or like people just, just a, type it into Google. Like I dreamt about bananas. What does that mean? People Google everything, bro. I Google everything. I, no, I, Googling everything I understand, but like I dreamt about bananas. What does that mean? Why don't you just type like what does a dream about a, a what does a dream about bananas mean? Like, oh, uh, people write all that and they just compile that. Oh, data. okay, okay. But, I thought that was like a standard thing of. Yeah, so that's, we had ten thousand people this week oh, <laughs> type no, in no, "I no. dream about bananas." Um, and in this book, you know, it's like you know, bananas is the is the second most commonly uh, dreamed about food. It's also the second most consumed food. I think it's now most consumed, but bananas? when the book was written, yeah, really, but yeah, bananas is the most most consumed or second most consumed. Interesting. Cucumbers, seventh most consumed food. Interesting. Yep. Um, or vegetable, I should say. Or uh, vegetable, fruit, food. I think it might be food. Um, but it goes back and Here. forth, all these different things. Yeah. So, you know, in the in the elections, like, so this is one of the things they're talking about and how the, the data can predict or they think that they can predict what the outcomes of present presidential elections will be in the future because so many people are Googling. So if you wrote... Um, if you wrote Donald Trump versus Hillary, it would it statistically meant that you were more likely to vote for Donald Trump. You just said statistically. I know. Forty so. and slip. So. <laughs> and my mouth is very dry. What are you googling? Um, <laughs> and if you write, Sorry. but if you write the if you write Hillary versus Donald Trump, it meant that you were more likely to vote for Hillary because you were thinking of that yeah. person first. Yeah. Very weird. Like all these different things, but it it raises the question. Um. Of all these different things, like they put they put together this massive amount of data, and this data scientist goes through it all, and like starts to figure out correlations of like all these different data points, and you're like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like sexual desires and stuff like that, and there's like 16 percent of people have a desire, a sexual desire or sexual fantasy of having incestual. Um, sex. And that's all from Google searches. Yeah, Google searches and Pornhub. They got the Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. They got the Pornhub data on all the clicks and views of every of every video and topics and all that kind of Pornhub shit. Pornhub brings a lot of data out to the world. Did you see after that, that whole Hawaiian uh, alert thing when they said it was a, a nuclear bomb coming in Hawaii and there was that alert that was sent out? No, what happened? You didn't, you didn't hear about that? I heard about it, but oh, okay. like, what did Pornhub do? Uh, well, apparently Pornhub... Two minutes after they sent the, hey, it's all clear and like this isn't real, yeah. the Pornhub's uh, numbers shot up to like through the roof. So people were back to watching porn. Or no, not back to it. Like they were just like, well, that's a relief. What am I going to do first now? <laughs> God damn. Like that, that's, I, I read an article. I don't even know <laughs> where I read that article. It's like, oh, we're safe. Time to masturbate. Yeah. Well, um, thank but it's God. Just, dude, it's fucking insane. Like, and I don't want to give away too. I don't want to say I shouldn't, I shouldn't say I don't want to give away because this whole book is literally analytics of different things. And somebody told me to read it because it was already downloaded on my phone, which means I bought it in front of somebody. Um, and I can't remember who it was who told me to read it, but it's very. And I'm only like two or three hours in. It's like a nine hour book, but it's loaded with information about like. I, so get this. Here's another one. Men, ask Google about their penis just as much uh, about the penis size 
just as much as women or men are. All right, let me rephrase it. Men are more concerned with their penis size and the same ratio is women about their vagina smelling. That is bizarre. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, it's like literally within a couple percentage points. That's and it, when it, I think it's when it's within like three or four percentage points. It's not even considered like real movement just because of the amount the, the, of data. The, the vast amount of yeah. numbers. And- um, but yeah, pretty fucking wild. It's weird. That's just. I would. I was guessing boobs. Yeah. That's that what would, I thought. That would make sense. And, it's, and they're like, they're like, we're going to build up suspense. We're going to pause. Pausing. Pausing. The way so that's where, vagina smell. And that's where an audio book comes into play where you'd read that and you just skip those two words. You just skip the pausing <laughs> part and get to the next. Yep. yep. Like, oh, I already know. Um, that's crazy book, dude. Crazy the, book. The internet is the best and worst thing ever invented. The, the craziest part is everything you type into Google. They also found out that the amount of times that people will mess up right typing. Like the percentage of times that the average person will mess up typing. So when you type and you and you hit backspace, twelve whatever the amount of times that you need. Wait, they know that you backspaced out of the Google search. Yeah, oh yeah, they know everything. Dude. That's insane. Everything. Like that's why sometimes you gotta wait to like the, uh, the you know the FBI guy inside your laptop. You know, just yeah. Say, hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, it's just like they don't. None of the data is individual based. Like if you search something. It does like it may not come up because there's not enough Google searches for it. But if there's enough Google searches for it, like there is an equal amount. I think it's this may or may I don't want to say this because it may not be a hundred percent true. Only because I don't remember what the book said. But I think there's an equal number of racists on both the Democratic and Republican side. How do they figure that out? I mean, obviously, there's got to be weird searches, I guess. Based but. on your, your searches. Like, it's just, dude, it's fucking insane, man. It's fucking insane. It's crazy. And then, like, what areas you wouldn't expect more Republicans or Democrats to be. Like, it's just, dude, it's it's insane. It's like, this whole book, I'm like, my mind is now I'm in, blown I'm intrigued. regularly. I'm intrigued. Yeah, good book. And I'm, this is not sponsored by them or anything like that, but it's just like... L- I can't listen to it on back roads. I have to be listening to it on a highway because Otherwise I you're need just to ride right off. Yeah, well, not even. Yeah, you gotta. You just need to. Focus. Or you just can't listen. Yeah, just I can't listen to the book yeah. while I'm like it's so much data that you have to really pay attention to it. So I can't do it on back roads. I'm intrigued. I'm gonna have to look into it. Very good book, but not not paid for by everybody less. But I'm, I'm gonna have to look into it because I'm intrigued. Great, great book. I'm very intrigued. Um, I've like I've crushed like six books this month or five books this month. That's impressive. Yeah. And well, babe, I mean, how how long's your drive to get to here to get to work? Seven minutes. Seven? Yeah. Like zero seven? Yeah. That's seven, unreal. Seven one. It's a single digit. <laughs> seven one, so seventy one minutes? <laughs> no. Um uh it's so sometimes how, ten with Well, like, do you so when you're at work, do you listen No. So driving. I drive a lot. Oh, because you drive before work a lot yeah. too. Okay, that makes sense. Like Belmore was a great drive. That was a good drive. I did what th- one hour of a book? You know, that's not bad. Well, it's so my my drive to work every day is 40 minutes. Mm. It's a nice 40 minutes because I'm on Ocean Parkway and it's it's nice and relaxing. I'm so and I'm not sitting in traffic. traffic. So what do you take? You go from your house to you hop around that little shenanigan of not straight. Yeah, yeah and then exactly. You hop down Ocean Bay Parkway and then you go to Robert Moses. Robert Moses. Yeah. So okay. I take, you know, that's what I figured. I basically go out of Long Beach, hop on the loop, which is what they call it, right through Jones Beach mm-hmm. onto Ocean Parkway straight out. 
uh, Robert Moses, and then uh, gotcha. my store is about five minutes off of Robert Moses. Is it really? Yeah, it's about five minutes east. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right down Main Street in Bayshore. It goes Bayshore Islip? Uh, it goes West Islip, Bayshore Islip, yeah. Which makes uh, no Bay- sense. Yeah. I, t- I don't know why West Islip is like... stuck in between those yeah. two. Uh, it's terrible because I've lived on Long Island all my life. Me too. Well, most of my life, but... Um, anyway, so... Let's bring us back to business. Now that we've talked about literally everything else. <laughs> video games. <laughs> yeah. Video games, books. Although books are kind of businessy. For I like I've read the four hour work week. Great book. I have not read that and I've I've been looking into that. Um, Great book. I've read a bunch of networking books. Um hmm. what do they recently? teach you about? Like how to like how to network. Um I know it's a no, dumb question, but like so, I'm curious to know like what they really cover. Well, there's there's a few different things. Um, you know, there's with with being a BNI member, uh mm-hmm. the the founder Dr. Ivan Meisner, he's written a bunch of books on mm-hmm. how to network. Oh. Um, I read about how like he started BNI, which oh. was more of an interesting thing as opposed to learning. You learn a little bit here and there about it, but it's not very interesting to just see how he came up with this idea. Um, mm-hmm. He wrote another book on the best way to network of, hey, you know, follow through with this person within 24 hours or when you see somebody standing and they're facing each other face to face or if they're on an angle with each other. You know, you can go in there and join and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Kyle and I am oh, with so AG Electrical to, Supply yeah, and how to get in blah, 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 as opposed That's to, pretty interesting. I would have never you know, that. two people face to face are pretty, you know, in a, in a yeah, in a, in a more of a, I, I wouldn't say important, but more of a I confrontational of conversation. Yeah. Like that they're, they're just talking to each other. They don't want to be interrupted. Whereas people that are a little bit more open. You know, just simple things like Are that. Are willing to talk to other people. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, stuff that's just like kind of helps you realize that when you go to these networking events or you go to any event that, you know, even if it comes to like dating, you know, you go to a bar, all the people are in the same position as you. You know, they're just yeah. there. They don't want to walk up to other people either. Mm-hmm. They are they have the same insecurities uh, so or thoughts. So just go walk up and say hi. Yeah, just kind of be like, what do you have to lose? Nothing. You don't. You know, worst Nothing. case scenario, you go up and you say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Harrison. I'm Kyle. Yeah. Um, I'm totally into that unless I don't want to be there. Then I'm like, oh, fuck me, get me out of here. Yeah, but there's there's also like there's it's it takes a little bit of time to learn to. Like when I started going to BNI, mm-hmm. I was welcomed right away. It was incredible. But had I not had somebody not come up to me, I probably would have just like looked around and been like, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah, networking is um, very weird for anyone who doesn't know what business networking is. Um, if you, um, if you're not. If you're in a field where you just do your normal job every day and you're not meeting new people and stuff like that, or you're not in sales, this is going to sound super foreign to you. Like if you're a cop or you're a firefighter or you're um, even like a back end an office you know, worker. Yeah, exactly. Where you're, not, um, you're not bringing in new clients. You're yeah, trying to meet yeah, clients. You're not, yeah, your goal is to not go out there and meet people. Um, then this is going to sound super foreign to you. But, like, your goal when you go to these things is literally just to meet people and then build relationships with them and communicate with them and then hang out with those people to see if you guys should do business together. Or if they – and it's weird because you never know who – like, another thing that I learned from reading that one book in particular was it's – I do lighting. I Mm -hmm. do electrical supplies. What's a life coach – who, who like I don't they're they're not in my in my sphere they're not in my like yeah. or, or they, they call it like a power sphere or something yeah like you're people like that. that are going to refer you business but I don't primarily. know who, but I don't know who they know 
dude, I have no idea. You have, when you walk in a room with like 50 people, 20 people, you have no idea who the 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 hairstylist knows. You yep. just look and they're like, oh well, you know, they don't deal with lighting. You know, they, it's not they don't they're not going to deal with contractors or blah 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 blah. But you have no idea who their clients are. You have no idea who their exactly. family is. So it's one of those things. It's like, hey, keep an open mind. Like, yeah, you're going to have those people that'll work all with day long you. With you, yeah. But you also have these people that you would never think about. And a lot of people forget and they just go, oh, whatever. They're not, we're not on the same, uh, same category or, or mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. type. And I had, the, I had that happen to me the other day. You know, my buddy Anthony came down and my buddy Greg, who's been on the show, Greg Muller, he's a funeral director. And he's like, what does that guy Greg have to bring to the table? I go, you don't see it, do you? He's like, no, I don't get it. I go, uh, he's a funeral director. Everybody dies, bro. Literally. He's, he's talking to everybody. Although at the same time, it might be, I mean. But he does a lot of pre-planning. He uh, talks, yeah, he talks yeah, about okay. that in the podcast. So uh, it's yeah, not I, like, I did hear that one. Um, it's not talking about one. just people dying. He's talking about like, you know, hey, let's plan this out before you die. So you're not, yeah, exactly. So you're not brought with all this traumatic shit. But by the way, while we're talking time. about the fact that you're going to die at some point, do you do you need lighting? Do you need uh, an IT yeah. company? <laughs> but it's just it's just of a course. matter of like being like absolutely. Hey, you know, oh, you know, oh, I and, see it all the time. And I people talk a, about stuff that every, no matter what, you know, people, people bitch always, all day long. Yeah, so it's, which is not a bad thing. No, to some degree. It, yeah, I mean, if you have to listen to it all day yep. long, it I sucks, walk into but. places. People don't even know who I am. Sometimes I just walk in because I wear a big jacket over like a Nerds of Care logo, and all of a sudden, I'm talking to, like talking to the counter lady. Oh, you know, hey, I'm here to here to speak to this person. Okay, sounds good. Oh, my computer's not working. Oh, what's the irony? Holy shit! I'm the IT guy. You know, what's you know, hey, you know, Tina outside was just complaining about her computer. Yeah, you you're, you don't want your employees unhappy. Yeah, let's, you know, let's let's make this happen. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. Exactly. That's exactly it. Real, no, it happens to me way too often. And you have no idea, but you have no idea who pe- who knows who. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? I heard the one one minute manager. That was a pretty good book. It was. Okay. I, it took me like fifteen minutes to read. It was really short and. Oh, it's that small. It was. It might have been like a hundred pages. Okay. But it was like big you font. Too. Uh, it's. I don't. I actually don't it's remember any of it. It's. It's. A, it's a gift. Um, <laughs> no, it's. Um, when you're sitting at like again, I would read it on Wednesdays on mm. the train. Mm-hmm. I just sit on a train for 45, 50 minutes to Penn, and then 45, 50 minutes back to Long Island at some point during the day. And originally when I was going to the city for those meetings, I would sleep in the morning mm. to get off. Oh, nice. I'm going to get 45 minutes more sleep. Then you wake up in Penn Station and you're like, that did not. I feel worse because I was sitting on a crowded train and I just slept for a little bit. And it kind of like teased me of, oh, you're going back to sleep. Nope. You're waking up in Penn uh, Station. So I was like, have you ever fallen asleep on the train and not woken up at your stop? I live in Long Beach now. Oh, it's, it's the last this, stop. Oh. It's the great. That's what I'm saying. It's the greatest place to live. I, I live I a couple blocks from the beach. Day. I so there was a time when I lived in Levittown, um, and I I fall asleep all the time. That is like my thing. Oh, you could sleep anywhere. Uh, so I I played in a band for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we oh, traveled cool. we traveled the country in a 15 passenger van. Ugh. So I slept everywhere. Mm. That that was just what we did. We slept yeah. in a lot of Walmart Walmart parking lots. Um, yeah, you kind of gotta. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when you're really broke and playing in shows to two people, or sometimes we got lucky. We played to a lot more, but played a lot of shows to like two people, ten people, twenty people. That's crazy. Played a couple of really big shows. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I can sleep anywhere. Um, but I used to sleep falsely all the time, and I have a buddy who, all the time, 
I don't know how he had, he had a gift where we'd get to Hicksville and he would wake up and just like, dude, let's go. And I'd be like, uh-huh. and he'd be like, all right. And brought off oh, the train. There's no train at Levittown. No. Yeah. Hicksville is close to the station. But I have another buddy who I'm not going to mention his name. I'm not sure if he's going to listen or not, but he, he lived in Hicksville. Mm-hmm. And so Hicksville is an elevated train station. Yes. Babylon is also an elevated train station. Yes. He uh, somehow got on a train and ended up in Babylon. Walked downstairs, got in a cab, told him the address, and the cab driver looks at him and goes, that's like a $50 cab drive, cab ride. Mm. And he's like, dude, I, I, I know I've been drinking, but like I, I do this all the time. He's like, that's that's like a $5 cab ride. It's like two minutes like down the road. And the cab driver turns and goes, you take the tr- the cab from Babylon to Hicksville all the time? And he's just like, oh. oh. Done so, fucked up, AA, Ron. I got very lucky. I think I've done it once. I've missed my stop. Uh, just I'm, because, mainly because of my friends. But <laughs> uh, I woke up. Uh, I was coming back from New York City, and I wasn't even like intoxicated. I was just so tired and unconscious. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm with my buddy Manny. Manny, Manny's has Manny been on the show? I don't know if he's been on the show. I know it was on my old one, and he has been on the show, and. Um, I'm with him, and we missed the train by, like, two minutes. Not even. We missed the train by, like, 30 seconds. Oh, that's the worst. For whatever reason. And I was like, fuck. And then I think we missed the next train, too, because you got a piece because he wanted to get a piece of pizza. That makes sense. And he's like, oh, we'll get a piece of pizza. And then we missed the next train. (laughs) I was like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, and, like, I wasn't even mad at him. I was just, I was tired. Which made me angry. And just like angry at the situation. Yeah, I was yeah. just angry at the situation. I love the shit out of the kid. And uh, I was like, God damn, you fucking asshole. I just want to go to bed. I'm so tired. <laughs> like when I'm really tired, I don't get cranky. I just want to go to bed. Like I don't care where I go to bed. I just, just somewhere. Wanna, I just want to sleep. Yeah. Like give me an hour and I'll be up and back at him in an hour. And uh, he's like, yeah, but we got pizza. Like, um, to I'm be like, fair, to be fair, that is a pretty solid. You know. I'm like, no, pizza's not okay. I'm pissed. Come I on, go. Uh, it's pizza. So then we had to, t- yeah, no, no, I don't give a shit unless it's the best pizza in the world. Which Rose's pizza, Rose's pizza is not um, the best pizza. It is not the best pizza, but it's a del- it is incredible pizza <laughs> at 3 a.m. Yeah, and actually, there was one time I came back from from the city at like noon, and I was like, I'm gonna try Rose's during the day, and it didn't let me down. It wasn't. No, yeah, it's it, not bad. Yeah, it's just not the best. I wasn't expecting it to be very good at all at that point. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Fuck, we missed the wrong Conkham line again." And the next train was like in an hour. I'm like, "Fuck this! We're taking the south, the south line, whatever it was." We'll go, well, I was like, "You can get off in Brentwood, and you could take an Uber to your to whatever train stop he was going to. I forget which one." Um, CI, I think he was going to where he left his car, and I was like, I'll take it to Saville, and then Saville's literally down the block from Ronkonkoma. It's like a couple miles away. Well, what happens? Did you end up in Montauk? No, thank God, <laughs> because that's I know it's that line. And I woke up, and the the uh, I get woken up to shaking. I'm like, what? What? And it's the conductor. He goes, last stop. I go, no. I go, dude, I'm in fucking Montauk. And he's like, no, you're in Patchogue. I'm like, oh, man, you got so, oh, that is lucky. Because because Patchogue is usually the last stop. They wake everybody up, and then they'll and then they'll start the train again. Oh, really? Sometimes, not okay. always, because they don't saying, always I've, go to Montauk. I've never I've never taken a train out to Montauk or, like, on I've never that taken line. It, I've taken it out to Bordy Barn. That's it. I've never Bordy been. Bordy Barn's a shit. I, I deal with the Bordy Barn. I sell them stuff. And 
I'm, I'm getting up there in age now. I'm almost 30. You could still go. You That's what he's telling me. Bro. He's like, you got to go. You got to go. Dude, you got to go. do it before you die, bro. That's what he's telling me. Got to do it before you die. And I asked him, I was like, you know, anyway, you could like hook me up, get me in. Because it's, it's a really long line, right? It doesn't matter how much booze you drink beforehand. means nothing. You that line will sober you up. That's see. That's what I'm, and I'm like. Eh, that's, that's and the, they come around and check your containers. Wait, so you can't be drinking outside? No, you can't drink on the line either. That sucks. Yeah, they this the, like if you have a Gatorade, they'll they'll open it and smell it to make sure it's not boozed up. Do they do it like multiple times? Oh yeah, all, the whole oh, time. I was gonna yeah. say because if you're like standing there and you got a, like a flask in your pocket that you have no problem throwing out, that you can just fill it up and. No, uh, uh, well, some people bring shooters, but if they catch you, they'll search you. And throw them out. Because they don't want you to get too fucked up before you get in. Of course, because you're going to just get annihilated yeah. inside anyway. And, uh, but yeah, he the guy woke me up and I was like, oh my God, I'm in Montauk. He's like, no, you're in Patchogue. And I was like, all right, cool. And I looked to my left and man, he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you're an idiot. I was like, at least I'm close to my house. Like I could literally walk home if I needed to. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it because I'm so tired. But but it's, I could. Yeah. And he's like, where are we? I'm like, we're in fucking Patchogue, bro. You were supposed to get off like four stops ago or whatever it is. And he's like, ugh. I was like, all right, we'll get an Uber. So we'll get an Uber to Ronkonkoma. And you're getting an Uber to CI because I'm not driving you. I'm so tired. Like, I was swerving going home because I was so exhausted. Ugh. And it, like, I, it's my, that's the that's worst. That's the worst. That is the, the worst. worst. Especially like. You are just because you're tired and you're like sitting there, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I, I need to like." Oh, I got the windows I to, I down, open the windows, and put the AC up, and the music all yep. yep, everything to stay awake. Yeah, and uh, and then he took the Uber to his house, but I was like, "Oh God!" Like, because I was sober as a bird, I really wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't just, tired. Oh, I was just so tired, um, so 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 tired. Yeah, I mean, I've I when I was playing in a band, we played in Portland, Maine. Oh, that's cool. We played we played a lot of places. Um, but we had a show in New York. Like we had a day off, and then we had a show in on Long Island. Um, and I was like, and my band was based out of Boston. Okay. So I was like, we're going, we're going to Long Island tonight. And everybody's yeah. like, well, if you want to drive, you can drive. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not driving overnight. You know, yeah. to get we can stop, we can stop in Boston and sleep there. I was like, no, I want to. I haven't been in my bed in months. <laughs> I want to go home. Yeah, that's um, so funny. And the singer of my band was from Queens. Okay. So he's like, all right, you start the drive and we'll split it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we left, I think we left Portland, Maine at like 11 o'clock at night. We had a 15 passenger van, a big trailer. So we weren't driving fast. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing 50 miles an hour. Basically. Yeah. And it's, it oh, was, it's miserable. like an eight hour drive, something like that. Mm-hmm. So start driving. My singer falls asleep and I'm like, all right, he's going to wake up. I swear he's going to wake up. I did the entire drive from Portland, Maine to, to Flushing, oh. Queens to drop him off first. Cause he didn't wake up and it's like seven in the morning. And I'm just like, I was, I think I was so, had so much adrenaline that I was going to get to my own bed that I was just like wide awake. And I was like, oh, I cannot wait for my bed. I have not had my own bed in months. This is going to be amazing. I've, I've had my bed. I haven't gone months without my bed, but I've had that feeling where it's like, I'm sleeping in my fucking bed tonight. Oh, I was, and it was so, I, I literally parked the van in front of my parents' house. Um, and my, my family was away, which was weird. Uh-huh. Um, the first time they were going to see me in a couple of months and they were away. Um, they, they, they love me. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they just say you're the favorite child. I, I yes. Uh, like I said, youngest of seven. They they couldn't get any more perfect than me. You're the youngest of seven. I am the youngest of seven kids. God damn. So 
they finally figured it out. Like it was just finally figured figured out. They couldn't get better, so they had, yeah, yeah. So they stopped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Not point. that they couldn't afford more. It was that yeah. yeah. They well, I was a mistake, the... so it's okay. <laughs> There's no doubt about that one. <laughs> but I remember getting home, parking that van in front of my parents' house, just turning it off, and just turning around and now leaving. The, I'm leaving the door open, guys. I'm not even talking. You just walk straight in, went right up to my room, closed the door, and just passed out. Didn't shower. It was disgusting, but I was so happy to be in my bed. I, like, I probably slept for 12 hours. Oh, my God. I've slept for like 20 hours straight once. No way. Yeah, I was so, so, so tired. Um, yeah, I was up for like two days straight or something like that, like 40-something hours. And, uh, and I knew I had the whole next day off. And just... I, I went to bed. I went to bed at like eight o'clock at night and I woke up at like six o'clock at night That's the next day. It, dude, it was ridiculous. Incredible. Or something like that. It was like it was like five or six o'clock. And the craziest part is I was still tired. Well, I was going to say, because now you're awake all night, right? No. Well, no, I woke up and I was like, oh, man, I can really use some more sleep. You just got so tired. You slept so much. You got more yeah. tired. You- and uh, I, I stayed up for like six hours I went and then I went back to bed at like midnight. Yeah. That's not bad, like, though. No. At least you didn't like wake up at six o'clock at night no. and then just stay up all uh, night and be tired at you know six a.m. again. Been miserable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was not not the most fun situation I've had. It's great sleep. though. I slept great. I felt so good. Yeah, I woke up like the next day, and I was like, oh, I just feel like I feel healthy. It like, was probably it was probably weird at first because you probably looked at you like, oh, I slept for like what two hours? Oh wait, wait, I went to bed at eight. Now it's six, but yep. it's dark out. Uh, yep. That had to be yeah, like the weirdest I've done that like feeling. Twice I've slept eighteen hours in, in one t- one sitting too. I uh, well, I, I shouldn't say what straight through. I woke up for about five minutes and I went back to bed. That's impressive. Um, yeah, I was heavily intoxicated. I was overtired, hungover, got way too intoxicated before noon. Was in my bed at one o'clock. W- slept from one to ten o'clock at night. Called my ex. Was like, I'm still alive. I'm really tired. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I'm going back to bed and then slept from. Like 10 o'clock till like 8 in the morning. That's unreal. Yeah, it was outrageous. So when I was, again, when I was playing in that band, there was a period of my life where I would wake up at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon every day. But our, so our, so basically we, my, myself, my singer, one guitar player and my other guitar player Mm -hmm. lived at my one guitar player parent's house. Mm. They even built a studio in the basement so we could practice there. Oh, that's cool. So we literally would... It was just, I was, I had just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys were all older than me. They were like 26, 27 at the time. Um, and we would wake up at like two o'clock in the afternoon, play some Call of Duty, practice, play some Call of Duty, maybe get burritos, practice, eat so many burritos. It's um, so many burritos. There's a place in Boston called Anna's Taqueria that makes unbelievable burritos. And Better than Bubba's? Uh, Bubba's is very good. They're they're different. Yes, Bubba's they're, is like an American style burrito. They're they're different. They're different styles. Yeah, um, but Anna's is unreal. Mm, they're very good. Enough. If you ever get to Boston, you have to have an Anna's Taqueria burrito, super right. burrito, super burrito, super burrito. I think that just means it has cheese in it or something. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. It's been so long since I've been there. If any of my friends from Boston are li- listening, just send me an Anna's burrito, please. Um, over and out. Yeah, just yeah, put it in the mail. Um, and we yeah, we ate so many burritos. We actually had one day. I don't know how this happened, but somebody messaged us, and they were like, "And oh, I think it was on MySpace, by the way." This is, you know, oh my god, yeah, yeah. rolling it all the way back. Yeah. Um, 
so they messaged us and they were like, I love you guys. You know, I want to get a CD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they happen to be a manager to Moe's. Okay. So we befriended this kid and we would, he'd just be like, yeah, I'm working today. And send us a text. He'd be like, all right, we're going to Moe's today. And just get free Moe's. Um, That's awesome. Oh, it was incredible. I, it was so good. I just ate so many Moe's burritos, so many Anna's burritos. But our, <laughs> our schedule was literally wake up at two, practice, play some Call of Duty, practice, eat burritos, and then go party. And then get home. Boston closes early. And by early, I mean like the bars close at like two o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. But like if you go to a liquor store, they close at like nine and you can't buy any beer or anything afterwards. Yeah. So we would party till like two o'clock, go back home, play some Call of Duty. I'd go to bed at four o'clock, wake up at two o'clock in the afternoon again. It was an amazing yet terribly unproductive lifestyle, but it was so much fun. I could definitely see how that would be a terribly unproductive lifestyle. I mean, I didn't. I, I went. So I. I was taking online college courses at the time. That's uh, very impressive. Well, yeah, no, no. The impressive part is that I didn't that that I signed up for them. I guess because I didn't actually take them. Uh, I tried, and then it just didn't work. Didn't work. But I had health insurance, so I was pretty stoked on that. That's all that matters. That's the reason I. That was one of the reasons I you know took the online classes uh, to get health insurance. I was like, oh, if, well, apparently I don't know. Proof if they, of school. Yeah, something like that. Makes sense. And I tried to take online classes. The first one, I I had actually had textbooks, and I was sitting, I had them underneath my bunk in the van, and they never got opened. Because uh, one of the first days we were on tour, what, what I couldn't get Wi-Fi. How did you start your band, or why? Uh, so, I mean, I, I'd been playing in bands for a really long time. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I went through back through your podcast, and you had Anthony Passini on here way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, I I've known him for years. Oh, really? Yeah. From, Anthony's from, a cool dude. He's an awesome dude. Uh, playing in bands and stuff, um, but I so I played in bands a bunch, and actually I went to I went to college to play soccer. I didn't go to college to go to college, uh-huh. and I hated the school I went to. I went to Hofstra, and I just didn't like it. Ooh. I didn't like the people, and I stopped having fun playing it's a soccer. Very expensive sco- soccer. Uh, well, they trip. they gave me yeah they gave me scholarships and stuff like oh, that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to go to school to play soccer because I, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Um, as you should and then I picked a school I didn't like but I didn't know I didn't like it at the time when I went there and then I just stopped having fun playing soccer it got boring I just didn't enjoy it so I was like alright I'm done don't want to be here so I went to Nassau for a semester a year or something like that and then I had friends from Boston who were like oh we're we have friends who are in this band um, and they're looking for a bassist and I know you aren't happy with your band you should totally meet them they're playing in New York in like a couple of days so I met them went up there Basically learned some of their songs, tried out for them. They're like, yeah, cool. Um, so went up there and joined. Damn. Um, and yeah, I played, I guess it was a little, like a year and a half. Uh, played with them. Did, a, Did you make any money touring? Uh, yeah, n- no. No money. I mean, we, we got paid for shows occasionally. Oh, okay. um, you know, but we played, I mean, we played some really strange places. We played Joplin, Missouri one time. To a bartender and like a door guy, like literally nobody else showed up. Um, and the guy, the bartender felt bad. He's like, uh, I'll give you guys like a couple of drinks for free. <laughs> um, we played, we played some really weird places. We played a place called Tomball, Texas, which I'd never heard of before. Um, who found these places? So we had a manager uh, who was really good friends with the guys in the band. Uh-huh. And he had his regular day job as well. Mm-hmm. So originally when he started managing the band, he was doing a really good job of like, Hey, this is what I, I'm helping you guys out. Blah, blah, blah. It was awesome. And then he got a real, like a real job. That's mm. a little bit more important than the band, than the band. 
Um, so for he was usually helping book those tours and stuff. And then that tour in particular, another band's manager called him up or sent him an email or something. It was like, hey, I have this tour. Uh, it's these guys from Florida. Uh, they've done a bunch of tours, blah, 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 blah. Um, you, we should set this up together. I, everything's already set. Um, the dates are already booked. Let me know if you guys want on it. So we're like, okay, cool. Yeah. So we actually met these kids in Virginia, I think, for the first time. And I was I was just 21. Everybody else in my band was older. Okay. And we meet these kids, and they were like 18, mm. 17, 18, 19. Young kids. Yeah, which for me, I was like, all right, they're like two years younger. Are they than famous me, now? Uh, they are. They're not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although we did, we I did uh, a band. You've heard of the band American Authors? I believe so. Yeah. They have that song like "Best Day of Our Life" or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. They used to open for my old band all the time. They're awesome dudes. Really. And they're like they they're really cool dudes. Um, and then like we we our band stopped playing, and then I didn't realize that they had, I thought they had stopped playing too. And all of a sudden one day I like see one of them post on Instagram or Facebook or something, and I'm like, oh, it's cool. Like let me listen to that song. Oh, it sounds pretty good. And then next thing you know, I hear on every single commercial everywhere. Ugh. I just didn't realize that they were still playing in a band and doing it, and they've just blown up and done really awesome. Um, That's crazy. But we meet these kids, and I'm like, all right, cool. They're close to my age. I'm whatever, but no big deal. And they were just super childish. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just younger than everybody and not really. So we had a little bit of an issue with that. And we were told every show is guaranteed. You guys are guaranteed to make 100 bucks a show, whatever, which – for us, it basically covered gas and food. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, cool, whatever. And then we get to a lot of these places and they're like, uh, no, it's a door deal. So however many people you bring in, you get a percentage of that. And we're like, we're playing in places that we don't know anybody. We've never yeah. played to like these places before. Oh. So we made very little money on that stuff. But That's so depressing. Yeah. That's so it was depressing. so much fun, though. Oh, so I much fun. It. But yeah, we like. Hey, travel the country. Yeah, yeah. On $100 well, a Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Holy um, shit. I mean, we played played a place called Corpus Christi, Texas. You know, it, it was on the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was. I mean, and then the promoter threw us a party on the beach. We had a bonfire on the beach afterwards. It was awesome. Was there a lot of people there or not? There, there was a decent amount of people there, actually. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but then we also played, like, literally the middle of nowhere that there was a, the bartender and the door guy. That's um, so depressing. It was weird. It was. I mean, I was, I got, we got to Chicago and Chicago was awesome. We played a bunch, like we stayed a week in Chicago almost, like uh, played uh, all suburbs and stuff. Where do you guys shower? Uh, so we stayed at either people's houses. Like uh-huh. we would meet, we would literally meet people at a show uh-huh. and they'd be like, uh, you guys have a place to stay tonight? I'm like, no, I'll stay at our place. Like if you guys want, you guys can sleep on my floor. All right, cool. So. I guess it's better than the same shit that you're sleeping in normally. Yeah. It, so that was nice. What does to, a 15 passenger bus look like? It was just like, uh, you know, like work vans that like yeah. don't have the windows. These, these oh just had God. the windows. You guys are all sitting like that all right next to each other? Uh, so there was originally there's the driver's seat, passenger seat, a bench seat, like a bench row where you could fit like two people. Uh-huh. And then normally there's two more rows in the back. Yeah. So what the guys in the band did before I got there, they took the last two rows out and they built bunk beds. That And then they folded the, the top bunk would fold down into like couches. We had an, We had an Xbox in the van. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was unreal. That's a fucking... You still can't even stand up, though. No, 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 no. But we, they built bunks, so, like, you could sleep, but you, I mean, you barely fit. Yeah, you had to shimmy in there. Yeah. What in the fuck, bro? <laughs> that's crazy. It was so. It was a lot of fun. But there's only four beds. 
Yeah, well, there's four beds and there was the bed seat. So basically, so the other three guys oh, okay. were in the All band. Right. All right. Like for a long time, they started the band. How and many my, people were in the band? Five. All right. So my so. singer, my singer joined after I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so he got fucked. Well, so the two of us would rotate. He'd sleep, I'd sleep on the bench one day. He'd sleep on the uh, uh, the bunk that day. I would just go back and forth. Um, I mean, we woke up. We we went to we were in. That's the fucking dedicate. That is the. That is some dedication. It was awesome. How, how, there's not many people that can say they did that. It was pretty. It was just cool as hell. God damn! Like, I always wanted to convert one of those like trucks to a, uh, like just like a live out a like yeah a, like a live mo- out of mobile the, house type yeah, of yeah. That's like one of my goals. Uh, as weird as that shit sounds. Um, no, you, I mean you can get an RV. That might be a little more comfortable. Those are so expensive. Are they? I've never I've never looked. Dude, RVs are so expensive. Really? It, like. Bad shit expensive. Like you want a small RV, it's like 50 grand plus. No. Yep. Really? You want one of those full-size ones? You're talking like 200 plus thousand. That's insane. Well, I mean, it's basically like buying a house that you can drive. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yep. nuts. Yep. Yep. So I think I, I one of my goals one day is to get like one of those, I guess, a 15-passenger van. Yeah. And then have it just be me. I mean, I've, I've seen guys make a whole bed back there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. My, my grandfather back then had one of those, like, I guess, it was a conversion van is what they called them. I don't know. I don't know. Like one of, like a regular size van, not like a minivan. Uh-huh. And it had like a fold down bed in the back. But I mean, that was. Oh, like, I know. Which one, that was like the, the early 90s. The, the higher stuff. tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Those things were sh- those things were the shit. They yeah. always had the TVs in them. Yeah, yeah. And he had the, uh, it's, I actually remember, I feel Trip bad. I still feel bad to this day because there was like that the, the boomerang style antenna on the top. Like, I don't know if you know. Like it looked like it, like a boomerang, but it was the antenna for the TV. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I remember. I think I was playing outside with a bunch of friends, and a, a ball hit it, and then the TV didn't work. And my grandfather was just like, "Yeah, the TV stopped working." I asked him to put the TV on one day. We were driving somewhere. He's like, "Yeah, it's not working. I don't know why." I'm like, "I don't know either. I didn't hit it with anything. I swear." Oh, he's dude. That is. Oh my god. But yeah, that's one of my goals in life is to uh, that, and I would love to live on a boat, like a houseboat. No, just like a regular boat. Like as long as I could, as long as I could sleep on it. Like, I would say like a fair size sailboat. So sailboats, to have a bed on a sailboat, you need like a twenty five to thirty foot sailboat. But I would like a thirty five foot sailboat would be pretty cool. So are, are you talking like, like I know I mean obviously I said houseboat, but houseboat stays like on a dock basically. Yeah, no. So I you're talking about like just being like, hey, I'm in Long Island. I'm gonna go to the Outer me. Banks. Yep. You know, and just sail down and just. See you later. Anchor it and sleep there for the night and mm-hmm. then just start going the next. That's yeah. pretty cool. All like, and the nice part about the sailboat is it'll all be wind powered. Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about stopping. Yeah, I don't want to have to get yeah. gas or anything. Like I want to, I literally just want to coast down. Like people are like, what's your dream? I'm like, oh, that's definitely one of mine. And then, you know, either that or like a nice beach in like Punta Cana or something like that with a Yeti full of Coronas. And I want to go to, oh, I want really to go to a comfortable chair. I want to go to Costa Rica. That's on my list. I I really haven't been to oh, too Costa Rica is awesome. Um, I had a good time in Costa Rica. Yeah, I want to go to Costa Rica, Putacana. You should go to Panama too. Panama. I've heard Panama is ridiculous. Panama is um, awesome. Uh, where's one? Uh, Tim Ferriss talks about it all the time. Uh, in the four hour work week, uh, Buenos Aires. Okay, I want to go there. Um, somewhere where it's warm. That's I love the warmth. I I hate the winter. It's not for me. No, yeah, me either. I'm I'm all about the beach. You're tied up here though. You got a family business. I know, and I got to figure out a way to open up like a location in Puerto Rico or something. When you do, let me know if you need IT. I I probably will. 
because uh, I don't I I don't know how to I just know how to turn my computer on. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as I get. Yeah, it's dude, it's crazy, man. I oh, I can't wait to go somewhere warm. You know, it. What's crazier is now there's more people working remotely than ever. Well, and I, I was telling you yesterday. Yes. About I was in Mexico. I told my dad that story. Did you? Yeah, I could. I was like, I heard the story. I couldn't remember if it was. I was like, I think I heard it today, but I don't. I couldn't remember 100. percent Yeah, my days run into each other too. So, but yeah, the guy. I was. In, we were in Mexico. We're on and Cozumel. We're on the side of the island. And they just didn't have power. It was like this little uh, shack that was a a bar uh-huh. there's a guy cutting up coconuts and making drinks and they had hammocks and it was incredible mm-hmm. and there's a guy wearing a Yankee hat and we start talking to him we're like oh you like the Yankees blah 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 we're like all the way down here he goes well I'm from New York and we're like we're from New York and he's like I'm from the Bronx we're like oh we're Long Island vacation well kind of we're like what he's like well I came down here on vacation and I sell medical supplies and I realized that I could do my job here while I was here for the week so I just moved here I was like that is the Genius. most amazing thing ever. Genius, bro. That's incredible. Genius. I wish I got to figure out a way to do and that. And the craziest part is he's probably making the same amount of money and he's living, but he's, he's making money hand over fist yep. there. Hand over fist. Absolutely. Because, I mean, if, if he built up his contacts and his, his sales, uh, you know, his, his clients up here, mm-hmm. he can still service them from down there exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. And even if you can't, you just hire somebody who knows what they're doing and you still make the money that you would be making. Yeah. Because you already got the client base. Even if he has to fly in like a couple weeks a year just to go see these clients face to face for an hour at a time. If you've got 100 clients, you can do that in a week and a half. Genius. And then you just go back to living in Mexico and eating tacos and guacamole and drinking coconut drinks. It's just. I know. It's all about the tacos and burritos. I love tacos and burritos and. Dude, they're the greatest things. And coconut honest. drinks. I just posted a meme or a meme, as some people say. Idiots. <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, shit, I'm going to forget what it says. But it's like, I got to pull it up here. Sorry. Sorry, world. It's worth pulling this one up, though. But they can't even see it right now. No, but I'm going to say it because it's all words, but it's it's rather funny. At least I found it rather funny. Um, plot twist. Maybe eating tacos wasn't cheating on my diet. Maybe going on my diet was cheating on my tacos. <laughs> Dude, tacos are healthy. Yeah, there's vegetable. There's vegetables in there, right? Yeah, it's all the main. Yeah, it's all the main food groups. There you there's go. cheese. There's proteins. There's carbs. There's vegetables. It seems healthy to me. I don't see any reason why we can't live on tacos. I agree. And guacamole. Guacamole is so MP good. good well, guacamole is the good, the good type of fat, right? It is the good type of fat. So, um, yeah, they mastered it, dude. They mastered it. They did a very good job. <sighs> now I want tacos. I always want tacos. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't want tacos. No. So, all right. I live in Long Beach. Another perk about living in Long Beach: Taco Tuesday. And mm. I know Taco Tuesday is like a normal thing. Everybody says yeah. it down there. No, no, no. There's a bunch of places in Long Beach that do dollar tacos on Tuesdays. Dreams. Hashtag goals. And you and so most of them you have to have like a minimum of two drinks. Okay, so let me have two Coronas and five dollar tacos. Yeah. Let me let me spend thirteen dollars and I know be in heaven. I know. It's so yeah, God. It's so depressing. Beer and tacos. That's all I want in life. That's what I'm trying to get to, dude. That's what I'm trying to get to. I don't need a lot of money. Just enough. I gotta figure out I gotta figure out this is what I need to do, and I think I've said this before, but I need to figure out my Daily beer consumption. But you got to plan for tolerance buildup, too. 
Yes. Because if you start drinking... You well, know, I don't want to get banged up. I just want to be able to drink beer all day. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, but I feel I still feel like it's still going to happen. Yeah, like maybe, I want to... Maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit, not as much, but yeah. Uh, like I got a plan for like two beers an hour. And then I yeah. have to do the math. You know, I'm probably going to be active for like eight to ten hours a yeah, day. Yeah, it's 20, 24 beers. Yeah, so a 24 pack in in the south and then i gotta figure out how many days i want to do that a year so probably like i want to do that full time so probably five days a week yeah five days a week okay. probably to take two days off to help the liver heal yeah and then how many years i'm gonna live true true and then that's the number i need to hit plus the price of like a hut i mean talk talking to a like a financial planner and just being like hey this is my retirement plan hook me up they might look at you a little bit funny, but they're probably just jealous. Probably. Because it, it sounds amazing. So here's a question for you. Somebody brought this to my attention. If you're a retirement planner, shouldn't you have already planned your retirement and you should be like figuring out how to like make that residual money to like never have to work again? That's a good point. Right? That is a very good point. Right? Like if you're a retirement planner, but people maybe- should be seeking you out. You shouldn't be seeking people out because you should have already been retired. Unless part of their retirement plan is to get more clients. <laughs> to make more money, <laughs> to make more money, to but retire. But why better. do they need more money if they already plan their retirement? It's a good point. But at the same time, now, if I would assume that most people who start a career are in their twenties, yeah. Like just to be fair, typically, yeah. yeah. So, like, if you're 25, 27, and you're starting out as a retirement planner, you I mean you got to build up into but it. But you right? learned how to, yeah. But like, you should be able to retire at like thirty. You should f- figure out how to like retire. How to do it that quickly? Yeah, I think that's called like a Ponzi scheme. Um, Dude, I know people that have already figured out how to retire. There's no, no, but retire I mean, all the time at like twenty eight years old. I know. I my I would love to be able to retire Dude, yesterday. Four hour work week. Go read. I it. will. I will. It's going to change your life. I will. Um, I'm going to write. I, I I might audio book. It's it a right long now. book, by the way. It's Is like it? thirteen hours. or I something. I literally like just that. learned how to audio book, so I might do you it. You can't buy it on the phone app though. Oh, pisses me off. Really? I don't believe so. Unless unless you go through the Audible app, which I still don't think you can do. I don't have that. But uh. I have iBooks because I have an iPhone. I have a, I have Audible. I have Audible. So it's an Amazon product. Um, oh, bro, get with it, dude. I th- yeah, thirteen hours and one minute. Long fucking. That book. is a long book. <sighs> long book. I think. What Apparently, is, the book is like this. That seems heavy. I don't know. I carry it around a seven <laughs> seven ounce iPhone. <laughs> who, who knows? Um, Buying books is for savages. Let's see. Uh, I'm probably going to start playing this by accident now, trying to... Yep, see? Stop. Do you hear that guy's voice? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to... See, I'm still... Oh, there we go. I think this book is like seven hours. We literally... Oh, five hours. Seven hours. Which book? The, oh, the book you're the, right yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered no business and we're almost done. Really? Yeah. Um. All right, so talk to me about LEDs quick. We're going to run through this. Okay, what about them? I don't know. I don't just do LEDs. What does LED stand for? Light emitting diode. I knew that. I see. So why'd you ask me? Because I wanted other people to know that's what good. it is. That's, that's a good host. Um, it was pretty interesting, though. When I sent you that photo before, you're like, oh, everybody's going to see the diodes. I was like, oh. No that's, but that's stuff I see. Because I, 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 deal, I deal with lighting You're every day. right. I just, normal people don't say, oh, they're going to see the diodes. Oh, that's, normal people aren't me. So True. All right, quick rundown. Family-run business. Yeah. That I had zero desire getting involved in. I never growing up. I wanted nothing to do with it, and now and now I actually really enjoy it. Really? Uh, yeah, it's weird. You're such a good liar. I actually, I honestly, <laughs> so I enjoy what I do. There are times that I'm just like, maybe I should go work for somebody else. Could be so much easier. But I don't it's actually. Not your family, you can just leave whenever you want. Yeah, but I don't actually really 
truly mean it. I actually yeah. really enjoy what I do and I have a very good opportunity. Um, so, but growing up, like we would walk into restaurants and my dad would just walk in and look right at the lighting and I would just, and I would, he would say something to the waitress and, or the waiter or Who whatever. Lights? Like not even that, just like, oh, you know, you guys could have done better. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there just embarrassed. Cause I'm like this waiter or waitress, first of all, probably didn't even notice. Yeah. Has Second no of all, idea. probably doesn't care. Third of all, even if they did care, like they probably would have told the owner already and been like, oh yeah, we, I don't like the lighting there. And then the owner's probably like, okay, but I do. Yeah. Um, or doesn't want to spend the money. Yeah. So I'd sit there embarrassed, like, oh God. And, you know, like I said, I went to college to play soccer. I went and played in a band and then I needed money because mm-hmm. when you play in a band and you don't make money, you need money, money to live. Yeah. Um, and I was home from touring and my dad's like, well, I need somebody to drive the truck for a little bit. I was like, I need money. Perfect. So I started driving the truck for a Just little bit. Just how it went. Yeah. I need money. Perfect. Great. I'll yeah. do it. All right. Let me, let me do this for a little bit. And my whole plan was like a little bit. And then, you know, and then I got like, oh, you know what? I started to realize like, I have an opportunity. I have a business that can be mine one day. I'm like, my father owns it. Like that's no, I don't have many people that I know that, that have that opportunity. So I was like, maybe I should start learning some of this stuff, mm-hmm. seeing what's out there. And at first it was like, like I said, an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started learning about it and now it's, it's come to the point where I like light, I, I truly enjoy doing lighting. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of electrical supplies as well. So we have a lot of contractors that come in, um, homeowners that come in, just people in general that walk in the door and they need a new panel, an electrical panel. They need new light switching, things mm-hmm. like that. That stuff's boring. Yeah. It's so boring because yep. somebody needs a new, what they call a service. So they need a new panel and everything, but they walk in and it's like, I need a 200 amp service. Okay. You need the exact same thing that everybody else did. Yeah. You know, where lighting, it's like, this is what I have. This is my style. This is what I'm looking for. It's a little bit more creative. It's a, there's, yeah. there's differences. I can always work Absolutely. on things. So it's, I like the lighting side of things a lot better, but the electrical supply side of things is very important. Yes. Um, so I now walk into places everywhere I walk in. The first thing I do is look up mm. and I am just so embarrassed. So you about saw myself. our nice LED panels. I see them. Yeah, I saw them. They're flat panels. I like them. <laughs> uh, no, I, but so I, I literally, I have friends now. I've like, there's people in my life that'll send me pictures of lighting uh-huh. when they're out at restaurants and bars and be like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I think. You yeah, know, it's what, what's that? Does it work there? I don't know. Yeah. I'm literally sitting at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not but working. It's, it's embarrassing. I literally look just walk up, everywhere man. and look at every light everywhere. And I'm just, but so I truly, I actually do truly enjoy it. That's pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. So we, we just do a little bit of everything. So lighting, electrical supplies, uh, smart homes, mm. you know, when it comes to being able to control your lights and, other those things Phillips with lights. those are the worst. Why Phillips Hue? Yeah, the ones you buy at Best Buy. Yeah, because they're garbage. I and I feel bad talking bad. I talk actually, shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. No, because they a lot don't of people sponsor the show. I now know. if they did, I'd be like, you can't talk shit. Uh, but a lot of people like them. Uh-huh. Um, they do what they do. Like they 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 came out with a reason and they they do it well. They yeah. basically make it easy for you to be like, hey, I want this lighting and I want to turn it on and off with my phone. Yeah. Um, but to an extent. You know, as a security side of things, which nobody's ever really the internet do this. Of things. Well, yeah, the Internet of Things is incredible. But yep. when you have a light bulb that's quote unquote smart, yep. that thing is always open. Yep. So if somebody wanted to hack your light bulb, they could. You know, mm-hmm. we're switching in order to program it. You just you have to actually hit the switch and do something at the same time. Yep. So it's a little bit more secure, but whatever. When it comes to lighting, it's it, the quality of it for somebody like me who knows this stuff and can explain it. If somebody's looking for something nice, I can explain it to them. If you're just looking to do like, Hey, I want this to change colors. Uh-huh. It'll work. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to say, you know, that sucks because you bought it from Best Buy and it's is what it is. And, mm-hmm. but 
I it's the worst because I know like I learned all of this stuff of yeah. what CRI stands you know means which is color rendering index of you have a light bulb that has a high mm. CRI and this color wall is blue uh-huh. you have one that's 80 CRI or lower CRI and it's like is that is it blue is it purple it doesn't bring out the real color so that's they make Jesus different Christ. levels of lighting of color rendering index you know in different lighting they have different color temperatures so like you have a really warm bulb or a really I know, I know cool that. and yeah. Where it's you more know, blue or yeah. more yellow. And they make different ones now that they even make ones that go from a three thousand K, which is like a halogen style. Yeah. All the way that when you dim it, they it dims to warm. So it goes from three thousand K, you dim it, it actually dims down like a regular incandescent light bulb to like twenty two hundred K. So it's like a nice amber color. It's like a regular actual Dude, normal that light bulb. Crazy. Yeah. Um crazy. just stuff like that. You know, a lot yeah, of was this a warm light? That, this- no, it's four K. It's cool white. Uh um it's standard fluorescent color. Uh, um, yeah, it's, and it's the dumb people can ask me these questions, and I'm like, you you don't not everybody needs to know these things. Yeah, it's yeah. like like I can start talking, and people are probably listening, like they're like, this guy, is there something wrong with this guy that he why who cares? Yeah, but um, everything I mean matters. It does, you know, when you you get a, a something like so, this, yeah, you wouldn't put this in your so house. Much money, not to be a plug. All well, the LEDs, yeah, yeah, not to be a plug, but yeah, they save you a shitload of money too. They do. Yeah, they're like what ninety nine or ninety seven percent efficient. Uh, I number wise, I'm not sure, but it also depends on the manufacturer too. It depends on the manufacturer. All right, fine. So like, but the crazy thing is like, you can go and buy an LED light bulb and it'll say on there, like the box will just literally say replaces a hundred watt light bulb. Yeah. And you look at that and if you actually read the light, what they call lighting facts, um, it doesn't actually, it'll replace it because I can take a hundred watt light bulb and put a two watt light bulb in there and I replaced it. Uh, but there's like a thing called lumens, which is the actual measurement of light that gets put yes. out of it. Yep. That it's not even close. But, yeah. So like, there's a lot of advertising. Like the number of just, candlelight power, right? Well, there's, <laughs> so there's, there's foot candles, foot candles. There's basically like you have that light fixture up top and yeah. it's the amount of, um, um, now of course I'm going to blank out on what it actually is. Um, but it, there's a measurement of light at a specific surface. Oh, uh, okay. So, like, at a certain height, you get a certain amount of foot candles. And there's, like, OSHA standards of, hey, if you're in a warehouse, you need this many foot candles. Oh, um, that's interesting. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. But, you know, lumen output is just, like, this. How light, bright it is? Yeah, how, basically how bright it is. And interesting. And you can buy super inexpensive. There's a lot of companies. Like, if you wanted to start an LED lighting company. Yeah. And you had enough money to buy a container. What do you mean? What's it, what like, do you a mean? container of bulbs from China. Uh-huh. You can start an LED company. Because there's so many factories in China that make the same fixtures for everybody. Uh, yeah, but my dad got LED lights from China and they fucking suck. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's the thing that's crazy is that I could put, if I wanted to basically private label, yeah, but I could do it. And I could charge whatever I wanted for them and be like, these are AG Electrical Supply LED light bulbs. And people could be like, oh, I trust AG Electrical Supply. Like, they're, they're a great name. Mm. But I didn't do any of the work uh, manufacturing I didn't do any of the yeah it doesn't matter as long as it works but it could be a piece of crap hmm. you know you can go online and buy yeah, my dad got super shitty cheap LEDs which I'm sure that they probably don't even cost that much money to make no they pro- they're super it's probably cheap. a huge markup in it well they there's depending on the and depending on the technology now there's something called remote phosphor there's also uh, the diodes themselves mm-hmm. they used to uh, they, they definitely still do a process called binning Mm-hmm. So there's people in, and it's a lot of it's in China because they can't manufacture it in the U.S. because the LEDs themselves are safe, but the process to basically grow them isn't really you the grow safest. Grow LEDs. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so 
they bin them. So there's people's jobs and they literally sort them of this is of high quality at a high, you know, and they put them in a bin. So you can get less expensive LEDs and they were put into a lower bin. They're just not as good quality, but you can still buy them. So that's why a lot of people, like if you go to a store and like a big box store that I'm not going to name because I don't like them, um, you could buy a box of six bulbs and then you can go back two weeks later, three weeks later, you buy the exact same ones. They might be a little bit of a different color just because they're not mm. up to like the quality standards. They'll still work. What is it, like Walmart? Like Home Depot. Uh-oh. Lowe's. Uh-huh. And at Home Depot and Lowe's, you can still buy certain name brands that are pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but they have like their own brands and stuff. And you got to be careful at those box stores too because they like to manufacture stuff specifically for them. Mm. Like there are certain many, a lot of manufacturers in, in my industry and then also in like plumbing um, that if you buy this manufacturer's part number A, B, C, uh-huh. you can buy it from me and it's made with um you know if just for plumbing and for instance oh, like a parts and b parts well no like you could but it's yeah basically so they there's a tool manufacturer i deal with that shuts their plant down and makes home depot's version of their tools but it's the exact same part number so they people look at it and they might sell it for you know a couple percentage points less than me but it's because it's not the same thing even though it's got the same part number a lot of times they'll put an h at the end of the part number or, mm-hmm. or an l at the end of the part number and it's like people look at it and they go hey, how come how come you're charging me ten bucks and they're charging me seven? Uh, well, it's almost the same thing, but it's not. I've heard stories of plumbing where you buy like a Kohler, I think it's Kohler, I think that's the manufacturer yeah. of like a, a faucet. Yeah. And it's the exact same part numbers. Uh, but if you open it up, there's like brass parts and then there's plastic parts. So like the if you go to a plumbing store, you get the brass one, it's solid and you're paying maybe thirty bucks more. Yeah. You go to the Home box Depot. store, yeah, and you get it's crazy. I didn't even know that was legal. God damn. I didn't even know it was legal. That shit is wild. It's crazy. I, yeah, I know that there's some stuff like that. And, like, if you buy, you know, a lot of times if you buy from, like, so a company like AG or you buy, like, a company like Nerds, like, you're getting, you know, business grade. Like, that's, people don't understand the difference. Like, why am I going to spend this much money on a computer? I'm like, it's business grade. It's made with higher quality parts. Like, you know. And and then the support. Well, that too. You can come and you can, I can call the nerds up and be like, hey. Good luck calling Dell. <laughs> exactly. Or Lenovo. Yeah, I can You're call going you. right to India. Or I can call you guys up and just be like, hey, um, I'm having this issue or I'm looking to buy this. I need a computer or I need a printer or I need a scanner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why? What should I get? And this is what I want to do. And the nerds will literally, it's weird calling them nerds, um, will like literally walk me through like, hey, this is what you need. Yep. And this is why. Where people come to us and I'm like, well, this is what you need and why. Yeah. I had I had a friend who uh, he played in a lot of bands, and when he was home from tours, mm-hmm. he would work at Home Depot. He had no idea what he was doing, yeah. but he would work there. So people would go and ask him questions. He'd be like, "I don't know." Yeah, and I'm sure there are people that work at those places that know what they're doing and know what they're talking Sometimes about. Sometimes they are. Yeah, you know. But I think it's very few and far between compared to obviously a place that we only focus on electrical of supplies and, and lighting. You, know, so you guys focus on nerds. Focuses on computers, computers and yeah. IT. And well, yeah, but like on the flip side of that too, you know. If you're an expert in wood, like Home Depot's not paying you more than no, you know, than, one than, of these major a lumber yard or yeah. an actual yeah, exactly. So you know, you you know, some people love working at Home Depot. You know, it's true. I know, I know people that literally love their jobs. Like even though their jobs aren't that great, they love that shit, which is fine. Yeah, nothing wrong with it, not at all. But uh, yeah, you definitely got to keep a keen eye out on it. 
Yeah. We just banged out an hour and 35 minutes. Really? Hour and 35, bro. No, I can't talk that long. You've been here for like for forever now. It's been like, yeah, it's been like two and a half hours since I've been here. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we talked for like an hour before we even started. And we only had one beer. I know. Isn't sad. It is. I know. Something. Yeah, I used to kill many beers in the show. This is actually my second beer of the year. Wait. Oh. I know. We're a month and 15 Middle days. Middle of, yeah. We're one month and 15 days into the next. Uh, That's yeah, impressive. Wait, wait. Year. Does that include New Year's Eve and New Year's Day? New Year's Day, I had vodka. Okay. New Year's Eve, I had... What did I have New Year's Eve? I had a lot of booze on New Year's Eve. A lot of booze on New Year's. I don't think oh, I did have beer. No, because I I was at my buddy's house and uh, like twelve thirty came and somebody's like, ah, oh, I already ruined uh, sober January. And I was like, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I already. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, so I may have had beers, uh, you know, the, the but still, that's, I don't that's, consider that's that impressive. Sleep. Yeah, it's uh, on the road to recovery. You know, I'm just kidding. I don't have a problem. <laughs> um, I'm in the process of trying to shed some weight. So giving up beer has definitely assisted in that category. It's see, and I always heard that it's not the beer itself. I mean, the beer doesn't help. It's just it's calories. the decisions made after it's, drinking it's the, beer. the hey, I'm going to have like a couple of beers and then I'm going to order Domino's or Taco mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I uh, people are going to just drink hard liquor. You know, I yeah, I could drink vodka all day long. I drink it on ice sometimes. But you're still going to. But ordered garbage food 2 a.m rolls around we're going to fucking taco bell (laughs) and then there goes my whole day and then the worst part is too because it's like drink hard liquor and then i'm miserable the whole second day (sighs) yeah anyway how do people find ag do you guys instagram social media facebook anything like that all right so we do you want to share we have a facebook i'm assuming it's called facebook.com slash ag electric i don't know if it's electrical electrical supply just Search it. Yeah, um, it's a big orange and maroon. Lo- all right, uh, yellow. First of all, it's crimson and gold. Crimson. It's uh, sorry, I just had to. Um, yeah, it's it's a big. It's what do you think of the? It's decent, right? Decent what? logo. I like the logo. It's uh, it's a it's a new branding of a couple of years ago, so I'm pretty okay. excited about it. Um, we have a an Instagram. It's actually for our lighting part of the business the decorative designer lighting it's called lighting collection at ag um mm. you know uh we have a website but don't go to it right now because it's terrible but it's agelectricsupply.com mm. uh it's in the middle of being redone mm. and uh if you want to call you can yeah, call or yeah, you can share this number yeah it's, I'm, it's not my personal number so yeah you can call some people or, share their personal numbers i'm like you got balls not for me um, we have a location in Belmore, uh, 516-221-2209, a location in Bayshore, 631-647-4200. Uh, our Belmore location was just named Best of Long Island Hardware Type Store. Our Bayshore location was named uh, Best Lighting Fixture Store. Really? Yeah, I don't know how, but Fucking it was. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. And we're still in the process of, you know... Buying, buying the awards that they make you buy after you win. Yeah, well, so I was getting a lot of pushback on that, and we I think we just ended up with the uh, the the door decal and the uh, the banner. Make them yourself; it'll cost you half the price. You're probably right, honestly, because uh, we won three years in a row. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was only here for one year. Uh, <laughs> after that year, I must have taken this place down. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's rigged though. Oh, I know. I'm gonna bash them so hard right now. Why is it rigged? They get so they only. Did you spend money on advertising? Nope. Really? Yeah. 
Mm. We did not advertise with them, and with so there's also not that much competition. I can't imagine. I can't no, imagine. there's not not for like what, what you guys do. Yeah, there's what, what goddamn the nerds do, there's, thirty companies in there. Yeah. now, um, like lighting fixture store, there was a couple, um, but they also had like Ace Hardware as a uh, lighting fixture store, and I'm like, yeah, not really. Yeah, they probably I know they have light fixtures, but um, but the people that spend the most money usually win. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I think it's bullshit because um, we we have a very extensive client list that we emailed regularly to vote, and we didn't win, which was I don't know if we didn't win this year, but we didn't win last year, and it was kind of bullshit. Oh yeah, no. like that's that's kind of weird. It's 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 uh, I can definitely see where it's I don't know if I'd say rigged or if it's like a I don't know it's 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 very interesting, but. You know, it's cool. To just, it's cool to like walk up to somebody and be like, "Yeah, best of Long Island." It might not actually be true. I like to think it's true, but it might not actually be true. But it's I am gonna have you a sign. Just tell people that you're the best of Long Island. Well, so I know we've been going on after we've been going on, yeah, but right. uh, Justin uh-huh. McAuliffe again. Uh, he had a whole master plan of I hope we don't win because I want to advertise as possibly second best of Long Island. That's not a bad idea, but I think I'd still rather win first. Yeah, that was my thought. I'd rather be like, <laughs> we know we have the best of Long Island thing as opposed to. Yeah. It's funny to be like, yeah, we could we could have been second because they don't tell you like, oh, you came in second by ah, like one vote or a hundred. It was not my I idea. Like, I'm going to steal that idea and yeah. use the first place. But uh, I think Justin might charge you. That's all right. You don't have to pay him. It's fine. <laughs> no, I don't have to pay him. Um, all right, guys. Uh, we just crushed an hour and 40 plus the opener and closer. It's going to be like an hour and 50. Um, sorry. Don't worry about it, bro. Uh, it's good. It's all good things. Um, by the way, I'll actually I'll do this in the intro natural, but I was gonna apologize for like going MIA for like two three weeks. But I got a lot of things in the works, and I'll tell you more about that in the intro natural. But until then, peace, fam. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. Wherever you're listening, smash that subscribe button. I I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, like I said in the beginning, pushes me in the right direction and also gives me uh, confidence that people are people are listening. I know that there, there are people, but it's nice to see that that listener base is growing. Um, complete transparency with you. It does make me feel really good. And the more people that listen, the faster the show can grow. And that happens i'll get access hopefully to some pretty impressive individuals if my current list is not up to your caliber although i love the shit out of everybody that's been on for all 72 episodes now with some repeats but love them all to death smash that subscribe button as always brutally go check out the website let me know what you think put a lot of work into it Currently, work is a little paused right now because I'm taking care of major other projects for the podcast, but I can't divulge too much information just yet. Lots of things going on. A couple more weeks, guys, and I promise I will fill you in on all the goodies, but I will be doing some updates and stuff like that in the near future, so keep an eye out for those, and just a huge thank you to another sponsorship. If you're a business owner and you're looking for IT support, look no further. Nerds That Care is here for you. Your employees are wasting valuable time in the office. Look no further. The Nerds That Care are here for you. And with that being said, they are going to go above and beyond. Make sure your employees are being productive, your backups are secure, and your data is encrypted. And you're not going to get, well, at least 
less likely to get hacked. There's no 100% guarantee that you won't get hacked, but they're going to fight and make sure that you have the best possible stuff. And that's what we appreciate them for. So huge thank you to Nerds I Care. And uh, guys, we'll see you next week on a new episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. So hang tight and we'll see you then. Peace.